Are you excited to play episode Gladiolus? I already, I already trashed my... I, I know you're excited to dig it out of the trash can. I sold it for Horizon. I know you're excited to beg them to I give have, it back to you. I have no urge to go back to Final Fantasy. You don't want to find out how Gladiolus got scars on his face? I'm, I'm kind of in. Zero. It's episode 117, and I'm back. Is there something with, relevant to the 117, the number 117? Can, can, I, finish, think, can oh, I finish my finish. intro? Did, We're, bring it in. Spartan 117. There you Fucked go. It, up. <laughs> it is episode, episode 117, and no one can talk until I'm done talking. Who am I talking to right now? Who am I looking at? No, I'm looking at you. You can talk I'm again. trying to throw off your Felix Hergood. Felix Hergood. <laughs> Thank you. And oh, next to Felix Hergood, who is this? Up. Snacks the Cat. Snacks the Cat. And who is over here? It's Neo Aoshi. Neo Aoshi. Look at that. Bang, bang. Yeah, everybody. Aoshi. Everybody. Well done. Everybody. Hold oh, we're going we're to rein this in a little bit. Everybody. How's everybody doing? I'm great. You're great? I'm better than great. I'm great, too. Jesus is my paisano. Uh, we got the paisano wine flowing. Things Feel are going to be... We got a hopefully little, not too rowdy. It's molto bene. So, we look, we know it's going to be, as we're recording this, it's going to be a snow day tomorrow. Hell yeah. Um, everyone is very excited. We're, we're just full of energy. We we went to Wine Spirits, me, me and Felix, and it's like, what should we get? What kind of wine should we get? We had the uh, Robert Mondavi 2014 when Oates was here, and he goes, let's get the Paisano. I'm like, what's the, what's the Paisano? He's like, you know, the, uh, the uh, Carlo Rossi. Giant jug. jug of, uh, paisano. It's so like, good. Jesus Christ. I love this man. wine right now. So, uh, that's what we're doing right now. Me and my sister Good stuff. Mm-hmm. have a had a had a when I was living at home. Does she listen to the show? Uh, I don't know if she's ever listened to that episode. Uh, Hello, her, Felix's her, sister. If you do, her current boyfriend, who she lives with, uh, plays Destiny. Okay, and I used to play with him on Xbox. Oh, nice! So Very we cool. used to play Destiny. Um, That's coming back. Yeah, hell yeah, it is. But um, so anyway, so her and I every we had a tradition when I, we, when I lived used to live in the house when we were both. Grown-ups. Sure. Um, we would, sure. on Easter Sunday, we would watch The Passion of the Christ and drink Carlo Rossi Paisano wine. It's just as weird as when you a first told me. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. And, and we had a catchphrase for the couple times we got real fucking wasted. You know, Irish wasted. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, Jesus is our Paisano. Jesus is my paisano. That's like a bumper sticker. Yeah. So oh my, my god, paisano. that is a bumper sticker. Yeah. That is like the prime bumper sticker. <laughs> yeah. You gotta coin that. But man, there's nothing like uh, someone on. already heard this and they're they're on the yeah, way. Yeah, they got like that like, picture fuck. of like like the Jesus doing like that. Yeah, but like it's buddy, like a wine glass in that buddy hand. Christ. Buddy Christ, <laughs> buddy Christ from uh, Dogma. Hold on, you said Passion yeah. of the Christ, like the Mel Gibson Passion of the Christ. <laughs> yeah, the most graphic depiction of Easter Sunday movie. you could ever yeah. see on, to put on film. Yeah. No bunnies um, and chocolate? I was raised Catholic, so I for <laughs> sure saw that movie. So we had a hell of, hell of a good time watching that. Oh, and, it, and did, uh, Neo, <laughs> your people are not putting a good light, bud. <laughs> well, shit. What can I say? We're badasses? Uh, <laughs> so let's... let's uh, Super villains. Let's, 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 <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway. Yeah. Literally. Let's get back to the game stuff. Um, so if you guys are aware, about a week ago, as of you listening to this, we had PAX East. 
And two of our fine podcast folk, Felix Hergood and Neo Ayoshi, they were there in the flesh. And they have a lot of uh, interactions. They had a lot of um, opinions. They had a lot of, a lot of excitement. They experienced a lot, and they want to talk about it. So yes, we're going to chat about that. And well, then, the, then, and then, then time permitting, um, we got Snacks the Cat on the show, obviously. We'd love to have you, Snacks. Thank you for being here. Of course. Um, me, Snacks, and Neo, we're going to talk about Zelda because we've had a lot more time to sit with it, and we're still high on it. So yeah, we are. We're going we're gonna to just unpack it a little bit and talk about why this game is such a magical experience. But well, I think... So, we, didn't right get now, a, we didn't have a chance to have Snacks on to talk about his perspective. We have not, no. No, yeah. I'm Which is why, why we will. Yeah, very, very peripherally. the switch. At the end of the last episode. No, I love it. That's <laughs> <laughs> great. I just eyeballed it. I was like, what? <laughs> um, but no, so is this your first packs for each of you? Oh, yeah. 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 I've, I've never been. So go ahead. Like, I would love to detail how this trip started. You go first. I'm going to go first, and this is going to be... Buckle your seatbelts, kids. All right. This is going to be. You guys did. You guys drove. You we drove. We drove all the way to Boston, all the way up. That was all right. Half credit. Yeah. Thank you. Guys. So, um, <laughs> so let me just tell you how the trip started. All right. So I, I come to get uh, Felix, and um, I pick him up, and I'm still in my work clothes. Like I just got fresh off work, and I'm like, I'm sure. gonna, let's go back home, and I'm going to change. Into some more comfy clothes to drive. Yeah, explain this a little bit because I couldn't recount what you happened. You picked him up and then you went back to you your You know place. this perspective. Yeah, I picked Felix up. Okay. We went back to my place. I had my, all my bags were already packed and in the car. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I took in my clothes bag because I, I was had, actually surprised by it. I'm like, yeah, yeah I was, this guy's. Uh, I packed the night before. He's prepared. I was ready to well, go. I just brought a toothbrush, but uh, I guess. Preparation. The, you know, when people ask you that question, like, like if you had any superpower, what would it be? I, I think mine would be packing the night before. Because I fucking yeah. That's a good superpower. <laughs> I don't yeah. ever do that. Yeah. Then consider, like me, a, consider me an X-Men. Yeah, no. How's that? I'm in, this, I do. I'm in the same I really room as you. I, I was going to pack, so we left on a Friday. I was going to pack um, Thursday night. Uh, no, sorry. I was going to pack Wednesday night. Yeah, you fucking were. Because I was going to edit the show <laughs> on work. Thursday. Uh, no, the other way around. I was going to edit the show on Wednesday and then pack on Thursday. Sure. So I totally fucking edited the show on Thursday and packed Friday morning. <laughs> no, I packed while Neo was you here. You packed while I was here. Yeah, let's be real. <laughs> I waited for your ass anyway. But you got a, you got a sick haircut. I did. You look you look real you look real dapper. Yeah, people yeah. who want to attend my stream will be shocked. I do not look like a wildebeest. Or you'll, you'll don't worry, you'll get back there. You can see at the Immersion Gamer Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, some dapper-looking shots of uh, Felix. Anyway, so he's taken, ladies. He's got like that, like Logan kind of haircut right now, where it's like he's got like the beard, and it's the like, beard, yeah. oh shit, he's seen some things, but like, mm-hmm. damn, okay. <laughs> the clean, the clean sides. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Name drop a business, Concha Hawken. I'm Sergio. We love them. Please sponsor us. Please, please sponsor <laughs> us. <laughs> <laughs> every time, Beautiful. every time. Please. All right. So let me finish. Let me let me let me continue. So we get back to my house, and I bring my bag of clothes into the apartment to change into my jeans, my, my favorite pair of jeans, um, and, uh, you know, some, like, uh, other clothes I had. Get comfy. Get comfy, yeah, yeah. So I get inside, and I grab some other things. I grab some more snacks, you know. I grab, uh, like, my uh, leather jacket and nice shirts, which I didn't end up using. Grab some nice nice uh, button-downs. You're so planning yeah. on, that you're, just in case you went out? Well, yeah, I guess situation. I went out later to, like, it, any, like... It like, was my suggestion. Fancy parties, yeah. Okay. I didn't know they were going to... I wasn't sure if the environment would entail parties or right. things where we could look... We would have to look a little nicer. Sure. Because right. you and I went to E3, and those existed at E3. Parties were there. Parties yeah. were plentiful. Mm-hmm. Just in case, you know. So, um, so uh, yeah, and I grab... 
What? What's up? To be clear, yeah. you, I keep, you, I keep, I keep, it's hard for me to finish. You brought this. your bag in the house. I brought my packed bag of clothes into, into, the the, into, that, into my house. Why yeah. did you do that? That's the point I was To grab my through. jeans out of it. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm still wearing my work khakis. I understand. Which I'm okay. actually still wearing. I just came from work. Can we start the car to pack? I'm <laughs> trying, guys. I'm really trying. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get faster. This is... This is Here's the thing. Setup. <laughs> we we get in the car. We drive down. We have a nice ride. We listen to some podcasts. We listen to our podcast because you know why oh, yeah. not? Um, when I want to give you a prop. Check you those really, you, his greatest virtue through the whole time we were at Pax is being knowledgeable on who the important people are. Because Felix Hargood here fucking doesn't know anybody. <laughs> well, we'll get to that because you you act, I would not. I don't necessarily agree with you there because okay. you. You see the industry from a different side. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk. You we'll, do. We'll talk, talk about that. But we'll uh, but about I don't. But you know, don't give yourself a, give yourself a credit, man. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so we drive all the way down, and I we park, and I open the back of the car, and I'm like, "Fuck, where's my bag of clothes?" Oh Jesus. no! Yeah, they're still in my room uh, where I left it oh, after no. I brought it inside to change. Neo Aoshi. So all of a sudden, night number one means we're going to Target so I can oh. get... Well, before sure. that, before yeah. that I, I, had yeah. to, I basically said to him, he's like, he's like, oh, fuck, what am I going to do? And I'm like, dude, I've slept, like, I've wore the same clothes for four days straight in a row. <laughs> right. And over a long weekend of drinking. I mean, it's, this, it's, I mean, it just happens. Not at all a current story, but I had a similar situation. You guys know, you guys do a senior week when you, when you graduated high school? We go down to the shore and just like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay yeah, 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 yeah. Week. definitely um, uh, my senior week forgot my bag of clothes oh no all I had was what I wore down which was like my like seventy six or shorts and like whatever like t shirt I had I literally had like a pair we're going to dinner guys uh, <laughs> yeah. so that was a rough start to that week yeah. so Shit. I feel you man I've been there yeah so it sucked I panicked a little bit I was a little like oh fuck why that I'm nice shirt I'll never get so, to fucking wear so the bag I did bring was like. It had all my like tech gear and my toiletries, which was great. The most important stuff, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. I argued to him the most important bag you brought. Yeah, and, you know, for fuck, sure. fuck clothes, right? And then I suggested let's go buy clothes. Perfect. If I didn't have my phone, my switch, my computer, I would have lost my shit. So yeah, I would have lost my shit if it was well. Yeah, yeah, I would have lost. What are you gonna do with some pants? Nothing. Just the phone. You can't plug pants <laughs> yeah. into the wall. You can't get Wi-Fi on your pants. No, you can't. Yet, Not yet. Incidentally, uh, Felix Hergood here. <laughs> After Felix Hergood... Did you, mom, wait, did you just introduce yourself? Like, yeah, I'm we don't know who your voice is. third person. Um, uh, I went with him to Target and, you know, secretly kind of half-mocked him for, you know, leaving his clothes. Sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I deserve Inside it. Inside my head. I deserve it. Um, but then I find out when I get to the hotel room that I left my, just not my clothes, just my underwear. <laughs> so I had to you guys, I wore guys. soiled underwear Great start. Oh, okay. all weekend. I wasn't sure if you were gonna like John Hammett and just like go bare. Nah, nah. Commander style. Are exactly. a fucking mess. I just um, sat in soiled underwear why, all weekend. Why did you just buy underwear at Target? Because oh, you're I didn't realize I was making fun of him at Target, and then I got to the hotel. So, so guys, we got to go back to Target because yeah. <laughs> no, I no, we're no, just one trip. So it started off great. So it started off real great. Um, and then and then the rest of the night, we went out to some bars. We went near... I had. So I suggested us go near the convention center so we could see the area. Grab some drinks. Really fun. I, I had fun. It was really cool. good. It was a nice bar, but nice. it was a dude bar. Yeah. Full of dudes. I, I, no, there were, there, were, there, were, there were chicks. But I know what you're saying. In the classic 19th century sense of the word, hmm. dude. Like, Just quick, quickly define what you mean, because I needed you to explain it to me. So in the 19th century, you had dude ranches out Did, in the West. That were pop- popularized by posers and shitheads who wanted to see what the West was like. 
And so dude is a disparaging word. Did right? they did they look like they were there for packs? Or? No, no, no. no. no, no what I'm saying is, to be fair, no, they did not. What I'm saying okay, is yeah. when a when a dude goes out to, you know, the old west and attends a dude ranch, he's not really a cowboy. My point is is there's like we're in a shitty bar full of a bunch of shitty dudes. Okay. <laughs> you know that I don't okay. I don't know how okay. to explain that. Right. Any so anyway, moving on. Ooh. So I'm I'm bring up the the bar that we went to. This is very important because we went out drinking a little bit the night before. This is important because once we get back to the hotel room, wake up the next morning. I want I woke up at like six. You were excited. I was excited. I was ready, ready to go. go. I'm ready, ready to go. Yeah, sure. yeah. Um, Felix, on the other hand, I woke up hungover. Like like so hungover that. Like it, crippling, like headache. crippling hangover. How much did you drink? We had about the same amount. I want to say uh, maybe four or five drinks, but like I'm old, so <laughs> just just what happens. The now. impact. Age, my only weakness. Just, just what happens. <laughs> it's just what happens now. Yeah. Isn't there a surgery or something that you can do for me now? No. Maybe if you were no, twenty, I mean, you could stretch. <laughs> but uh, so, how long do I have to do that? Uh, hear those walks. That's just what you do now. It's for the rest of your life. <laughs> so, um, I I had to set out by myself. Damn. But it all was not lost, Trip. All was not lost. Because I uh, got some Dunkin' Donuts, got in a, in a lift. Yes, there we go. Yeah, it was right near our hotel room. Great. Our hotel room, by the way, we were really worried about it. It was okay. It was okay. It was yeah. not bad at all. I recommend yeah, yeah. it. So I, I heard, like, the outlets and shit. Did you have outlet problems? Yes and no. The outlets wouldn't hold anything that I plugged into them, <laughs> so I had to, like, make sure they were, like... The right way, but gotcha. I wasn't, you know, I had my laptop plugged in. It was fine. Cool. A little I mean, finagling, as they well, call I had it. A finagle, yeah. It's, it was uh, walls paper and, thin. It was walking distance yeah. to a fucking duck, and you know, fuck it, walking cool. distance to a fucking duck. Fucking Duncan, yeah, Duncan. <laughs> oh, like, the Duncan. You, you pick I, up the vernacular. You, you, you go in. You like, can I have one Duncan? <laughs> can I have a Duncan? Duncan. I seriously uh, didn't know what that last word was for <laughs> a solid ten seconds. Fucking Duncan. Duncan. So you hit the ground floor. What was that first day like? Wait, I'm not done. I'm gonna be, I'm in the lift. I get in the lift, and who? Uh, I meet a man in the lift who is a uh, correspondent for Tom's Hardware. This is very cool. I didn't mention this to you. I'm sorry. Wow, okay. Because uh, because most of the day, as you will find out, I did not spend most of the day with Felix. Mm-mm. I ran to him a bunch. <gasps> we we met up a whole bunch of times, but like that was similar to our E3 experience. Yeah, divide yeah. and conquer kind of thing. Yeah, we were doing more filming though. Yeah, I, I had a really great conversation with this guy. He was really cool. He actually, um, I have him on Twitter now. This was in your lift. In my lift. Yeah, we were talking if, about. If you're listening to, to this convention. in the UK, Lyft is a car service. He wasn't in an elevator. Yeah, so he is. Uh, it's true. It's actually the mental picture I got first. That's why I wanted to. George, George at Pax, George X on Twitter. Uh, a really cool guy. He is very knowledgeable. He was a very PC centered guy like me. Um, and he actually, um, now this is important because we were we got really friendly. And, this is important, like a lot of times. I know. Well, I'm okay. Yes. I should not emphasize how important this is. Uh, every time we use the word shitter, we should clarify for people in England that that we're talking about the loo. The sh- I don't. Th- I don't think they would have a problem. <laughs> De- deciphering oh that meaning. I think that one was, it was a okay. delayed response. Sorry, I was thinking about it. It's yeah, okay. people can pick that up. I cut you off. If you did. <laughs> um, Terrible. So the reason why it's semi-important is because is because uh, when we walked in, he got me in through the media line. Oh, that's so, pretty whoa. cool. I literally bypassed the 
huge ass line wrapping around wow. in um this in twelve like, this is my that friend Neo that's twelve degree that. weather. You literally no, defined like a fucking like RPG side quest where it's like, oh, I could talk to this guy or I couldn't. And it's like I'm gonna right. talk to him. And it's like, oh, I'll give you this benefit now. Now you can get in. And that's like, why. Oh, shit. That's yeah. why I was saying kind of important, right? Yeah, I didn't want something that cool. No, no. So I went in through the media line. I bypassed literally waves of people trying to get in. The floor wasn't open yet. We were really early. Um, And then after a while, we... a hell of a lift ride. Yeah. It's great. I know. I got very lucky. Very long elevator ride. I was waiting in the the media line before the the line opened up, uh, before the media section of the... Because they opened the floor for press first and and, uh, other big names. Right. Um, I watched people like Gio Corsi. Walk oh, right in. Cool. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's. Do you know fucking his role? Vita? Like that's the, right. The god of the PlayStation Vita. Right. God, he needs to do more work. Oh my god, he's way. great. But yeah, um, yeah. I saw him. I was like, holy shit! I just fucking saw Geo. Um, oh and then that's god. where I ran into our friend Requiem. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. From the Requiem GSM cost from the yeah, GSM, GSM. We podcast. met up with Requiem, dude. It was great. She's taller in person. <laughs> She's very tall. Yeah. She's very awesome. Very very, very sweet, very sweet gal. Very she said I was wearing heels. I was like, no, you're taller in person, definitely. Yeah, but yeah, G- at uh, um, it's on Twitch. There, twitch.tv forward slash gsm underscore podcast. So, GSM is great. GSM. Hit them up, listen yeah. to them, follow them. They do a live show, which is awesome. They do, and we have we on have crossed o- we've yeah. crossed over with them a few times. Yeah, which is very fun. Yeah, they record on Tuesdays live on Twitch. You can interact in the chat, and then they. Uh, Put that audio so, out on Thursday, I believe. So she takes she takes me to the floor, which is great. Hmm. Um, and we visit uh, Discord. Huge fan of their those guys. Those guys are fun. Um, I took a picture with their their Wumpus. Oh yeah, very fun Wumpus. Um, and uh, it's their mascot, right? It yeah, is their mascot. A little was it a, an actual person in a suit? Or no, it it's a, like a, a plastic stat, big plastic statues. Big. It's on my Instagram. If you guys want to f- find me, it's at Lex Xander Verde. I'm not going to spell. It no out. one's going to do Figured that. Figure it out. So. <laughs> Have fun. Have fun. <laughs> anyway, so this is this is where I played my first game with uh, with Requiem. Yeah. So what did you play? A game called Atlas Reactor. Okay. Pretty, so, pretty. Yeah. I'm sorry to, to interrupt. It's okay. I keep getting interrupted because it's I'm. Fine. <laughs> no, I'm okay with it because I'm new to like what. This may sound stupid. What PAX actually is, right? In the it's, arcade expo. It's, it's it is. Have you have you been to a comic con? Uh, only in Philadelphia at Wizard World. I think a year or two ago. Now the show floor. Uh, the the show floor is very similar to the comic con show floor, except it's being it's being taken over more by the big companies, the big publishers and de- developers. Okay. Um, so obviously the bigger developers will have the biggest floor space. Um, like uh, Nintendo was big there. Yeah. Uh, Square Enix had a big booth, which we'll get to later. Uh, Blizzard was fucking massive. And these these companies yeah. are there with n- new IP or like new expansions. They're showing things off. What are, what depends? They, what do they want to like communicate yeah. to people? It depends. At it's PAX. What's it's the a goal of PAX. It's a, like it's, for example, Blizzard didn't have anything new to show, right. but they had tons of Overwatch merch. They had tons of like uh, like. Giveaways and you could play Overwatch with people there. Okay. They had so a, they had a stage set up where you could just play five v five matches. Um, so it's a convention, right? And you may see some new cool shit depending on what each yeah. individual developer Correct. brings. So it, it seems like yes, there are going to be the big existing brands that you are aware of, like Nintendo. But then at the same time, you will see an occasional indie pop up where it's like, oh, this is new. I've mm-hmm. never heard of this. Where right. did this come from? And then that gets the press they, talking. They and want it gets into exposure that. for their game. Exactly. Sure, and then sure. that's where that exposure starts coming in with like the bigger news outlets. We're coming back. Um, I don't want to tangent from Neo. 
but um, it's okay. It's already happening. No, th- this is no. This is a, this is a good point relevant to to uh, that I was going to bring up when I start talking about my perspective. But I'll be real brief. Um, a comparison between E3, what we experienced first. Well, the first thing we ever experienced was Wizard World. That was our first comic con, right. right? Well, E3 is in it's it's a trade show. It's in a, a league of its own. Really. So we we go to to E3, and the analogy that came up is uh, walking through E3. You and I, we were a bunch of dirty Greeks. Uh, walking through Olympus, okay? There was nothing but gods in in fucking California uh, surrounding us. Gods of journalism, gods of of um, video game dev, gods of of video game um, voiceover recording. You know, like everyone that was Twitch there. Twitch partners. Yeah. Kratos. Uh, the Kratos Twitch was literally Aries! The, the <laughs> Twitch partners were literally walled off <laughs> in a humongous Twitch partner area yeah. um, there. So this is a giant Twitch partner area in E3. Well, they were they were a huge sponsor of PAX, so. Right. Yeah. But, well, but, you're, okay. but my point is, is PAX, on the other hand, uh, was everybody's Greek. It's just a Greek festival. The people coming together to play yeah. and enjoy the games. Yeah. So it was just people there. Oh, I got you. There's the very few Olympus gods. Yeah. I just didn't know if, place, if PAX but. had a specific goal other than being another convention. It seems like. Um, not to disparage it, I'm just saying. I like, mean, yeah, it seems like it's kind of evolving, like similar to like Gamescom is as well uh, for like European audience, where it's like, this is like, yes, it is for. Uh, people in the industry to expose new games, and there are press conferences there, which maybe PAX does not have. But at the same time, we have an open day to the public or open days to the public that allow them in to see and play these games and interact with one another in like a positive environment. Because like mm-hmm. this is like a cool thing. It's like gamers get to come together, they get to see these people that they just watch on their computer screen, and mm-hmm. they get to interact with them, or they get to try out new indie games. Yeah, there were like a few of the uh, tweets I sent out was like I watched the. I, as I passed the Twitch booth, they had the stage set up where they normally do the live stream interviews uh, between developers and, I guess, Twitch hosts or whatever, whoever do it. And I watched, I want to say it was, who does Lawbreakers? Is that, is that Cliff? Blizzard? No, it's I think not Cliff. It, no, it is Cliff Blizzinski. Cliff Blizzinski? Yep, that's his new game. So I watched, I literally walked by the Twitch booth and saw Cliff being interviewed where I normally sit in front of my computer, and in the last year I did watch something similar to that. That's cool. It's very weird to walk by and yeah. see this happen rather than be, uh, you know, behind a computer screen. That's awesome. Um, so let me just continue on with my day, if I may. Absolutely. <laughs> Is that okay with everyone? Go for it. Go for it. Totally. Look, I, look, I promise I will wrap it up. Look, we don't. We just don't want to listen to you talk and not ask questions. We're trying to. I'm about to. You. I'm about to make you. Go ahead. You don't want Do to ask thing. questions and, and unpack it. A little when bit? I'm ready for your questions, I will take. I will take. I will take <laughs> oh, questions. Oh, shit. At the end you of smacked his dick on the table. <laughs> I, don't I will take questions on the table. when I am oh, finished. No, I feel All right. about that. Let's, okay. All right. He'll take questions. Let me just let me just get through. I got a lot of talk. I got a lot of talk about, and okay. I want I want Felix to okay. talk about his experience. Okay. So. No, no, you you Rock did roll, some great right? stuff. Right, so. Fuck up. Let's All right. So the first game I saw was with Requiem. Mm-hmm. Okay, it was called Atlas Reactor. Free-to-play game coming out to Steam. I believe it's already out, actually. Maybe in beta. It is MOBA-like, because I know it's a very popular genre right now to explode. Out. But it's also <laughs> XCOM-like. Still out. Kind of cool. Yeah. Cla- it's a class-based, um, tactical, board... Uh, lane? No lanes. No battlefield. Lanes? I say it's XCOM because it's set up like XCOM, where there's two teams... 
And every class is very unique and very character-oriented and very animated like you would find in Overwatch. Okay. Right? Very crazy like that. But um, it's it's very cool because you you're, you pick, like, a sniper or a healer or, a, or an, a, like, an attack class or a tank class. And you're, be, be, you're put on the battlefield and everyone, there's, like, turn phases. Right? Think, like, Magic the Gathering where you can only cast certain skills in certain parts of your uh, turn. So to okay. speak. So I played a sniper class. Um, it was very difficult. Very difficult. Lots of strategy involved. Kind of a cool game. I recommend everyone check it out if you're interested. It's free. Okay. Yeah. Well, do you have a question? Oh, I was just wondering. Is it like so? Is it like a MOBA where it's like there are other people playing this game at the same time on your team? Correct. And you guys each take like a kind of like a turn-based so turn. So everyone will lock in their move and like it's like so That's you'll cool. you'll pick Oof. what your skill is going to be and then you'll lock in your turn and then it plays out the phases for you. Um, and then, like, each, like, moves have different, like, like, there's, like, on, each move has three lights, right? Yeah. Left, left, middle, and right light. The left light will be taken, the, that move will be at the beginning of the turn move. Right. And there's a mid-battle sequence, like, it, a move, the middle light is, the move can happen during the phase of combat. Okay. And then there's the final move that you, ca- that happens after the combat phase is done. That's cool. Kind of, kind of a cool little yeah, no, strategy like game. That. Yeah, That's interesting. I, I really enjoyed it. It's really cool. Um, they have this cute dog pin that I got. Um, I actually took a picture with the ma- the dog mascot, and I'll, I'll show you guys real quick. Uh, it's on my uh, Twitter. You can see that in Neo underscore Yoshi. Um, this is this is the dog mascot here. I took in front of it. If you want to see That's that, a nice dog mascot. Right, right. I'm at I'm at the uh, the Atlas Reactor nice. booth here. Um, thank you, thank you, Requiem you for showing me. Oh, good this. pick. Good yeah, pick. yeah. Okay. Uh, Requiem did take that picture. Um, so after that, I saw uh, the Square Enix booth. Of course. Mm. Very cool stuff. Heavily featured there, near Automatica. Obviously, uh, it just came out. Yeah, it just came out. Huge buzz around the game. Getting good reviews. Yeah, getting great reviews. And, of course, my darling, Final Fantasy XIV was there. Okay. Um, everyone was playing. I believe they, were, they had Stormblood set up. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's not out yet. It comes out this June um, on my birthday, by the way. Mm-hmm. Guys, nice. Did they have like, a panel or anything? They or? did have a panel Ooh. because I was at that panel, um, <laughs> which is it's funny because um, I went to the panel and every chair they had a special Stormblood poster. Uh, so I got one of those. Nice. And spoiler alert, I actually went back to the booth and they were just giving them away. So I, oh, I grabbed like, like 10 of them. Um, actually, oh, I should have brought you one, man. I'm sorry. I didn't think about it. Oh, you got it. me oh. something? Yeah, I totally got oh, you something. It's a man. poster. Look at that. Um, but I also got it for, for my guild. I'll rock the, it. The I'll people rock I play with. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Um, so I was actually... Thank you, bud. They announced... Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. They announced a whole bunch of cool stuff for coming out for Stormblood. And if I may uh, read a few uh, of the... Uh, rattle them off. Just going to rattle them off. What do we got for Stormblood? Um, their biggest, biggest uh, response was expanded inventory. Biggest response. This is for Final Fantasy fourteen. Fourteen and MM, the MMO, yeah, the Stormblood expansion. expansion. Yeah, it's a hard thing. Expanded. Uh, let's see, new primal quests. Okay, Carrying updated more quests. Updated PC minimum respect spec requirements. Oh, okay. So you, this is that's cool. They're upping the graphic fidelity. Yeah. Because they're also dropping PS3 support. Mm. Oh. This is important because the wow. PS3 is holding back the development of Final Fantasy XIV. Destiny went through the exact same thing. Yeah, correct. They, they yeah. cut off the 360 and the PS3. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was that. That I felt like was the biggest takeaway. And then they did a Q and A with Yoshida. Uh, I forgot his other like they just call him Yosh. 
Or Yoshi. Wait, um, uh, Shuhei Yoshida? Not Shuhei Yoshida. Okay. This is this is a different Yoshida. Okay. Of Final Fantasy, the director of Final Fantasy. Okay. Right. So he's different, different Yoshida. I know. Um, but uh, yeah, he, they did a Q and A. People ask really snarky ass questions because they think they're fucking cute. Um, yeah, someone was like, with the addition of Samurai and the Red Mage, uh, do you think uh, the reason why these cities, you know what? It's a, yeah. You know, you guys want to get it anyway. Uh, Okay, so I saw that. Um, then I played a game called Brawlhalla. <laughs> Brawlhalla. I feel like I've I watched a game, game yes. called Brawlhalla from the Twitch Prime Lounge. Awesome. The reason why I bring this game up is because it's a free-to-play on PC, free-to-play, Smash Brothers clone. Ooh. Totally. Totally Smash Brothers clone. That's why I had um, zero interest in playing I played it. <laughs> I know. Well, <laughs> shit, I'm sorry. Um... <laughs> I like Smash Brothers a lot. I'm no, a I know. Huge fan I know of the game. In fact, when that comes out on the Switch, I'm motherfucking oh, picking that up. Yes. By the way, I hope it. I hope it happens. Anyway, so it's really fun. All the characters are very cool, and you, your characters actually, um, you you start out with no weapons, but every character has a, a set of skills that is associated with a weapon pickup. So, like, they actually make you. They will constantly drop weapons, and they're all. They all they fall over the map, and once you pick them up, you have a new skill move set. It changes your move set completely. Pretty fun stuff. Um, my one complaint about it is, it, since it's free to play, they they give you like five char- rotating characters a week. Wow, uh, that's mm. like how League of Legends does it. Yeah, yeah, Heroes of the Storm does that too. Yeah. Um, Do you lose them after the week, and you have to play with the new one unless you purchase a character. Yeah, unless you with, buy a character. with in-game currency, which obviously will take forever yeah. to grind and or all that bullshit. Or you can pay for it. Or you can pay for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but either way, it, the game actually worked. It worked pretty well. Cool. Um, I liked it a lot. Nice. Um, the last game we played, which I'll I'll we'll, I'll defer to um, Felix a little later. We'll get we'll get back to you. It was shit on your friends. Ah, uh, shit on your friends. That's, but <laughs> I'm gonna put love them peeps. I'm gonna put a pin on that because Felix Felix had a, a bigger interaction with a, them. I have a but I did I did play it. Felix did watch me play it, mm-hmm. and I kicked some ass at it. I think not I, only I that, I posted video. pictures uh, of you playing yeah. screenshots cool. to the emerging. That was cool. So, so um, let's see. Okay, I went to okay. The next thing I did. Now this is probably where I'm gonna finish off. Um, I'll, I'll, You're ready to wrap, huh? I'm almost yeah. ready to wrap. Mm-hmm. Um, I checked out a lot of the PC booths. As you guys know, I'm heavy into my. Yeah, PC you were taking game. some great shots of some weird ass fucking looking PCs. Dude, uh, there's a fucking Donkey Kong looking machine. I recommend everyone go to my Twitter at neo underscore yoshi and check out this this fucking machine I, I saw because it is Donkey Kong like looking. Oh shit, that is so cool. So it's like to put it in perspective for listeners, it's like yeah. it's literally like. The old school Donkey Kong looks like Donkey cabinet, Kong. like yeah. where it's like the different like red ledges for which like Mario Dude, has I, to like go up and like climb. It's so dude, cool. One of these days, and man. Donkey Kong's yeah. at the top of it. That's so neat. I would love to this? get a custom PC. I saw this when you posted. That is, yeah, it's like the that's pants, awesome. The yeah, Mario like, would run up. That, yeah. See, when you said Donkey Kong PC, I was like, what? Do you have like bananas? It's a shitty like, you or like, like a Donkey Kong? <laughs> shitty Donkey Kong logo with fucking extra bananas on. <laughs> oh shit! I'm sorry, I forgot to mention. I met one of the level designers. And had a brief conversation of Final Fantasy Nine, oh, Final Fantasy, fuck. Final Fantasy Eleven, Twelve, and I believe Part uh, Fourteen. Holy shit! So that, that's him right there. I'm sorry, I forgot his name. It was so loud. And look, this this girl behind me is so. Oh, it's a guy. <laughs> He's got a beard. I'm sorry. <laughs> this guy behind me is so excited to be in the picture. Stop assuming gender. Yeah, that's my bad. But yeah, he. I was very very happy to meet the Final Fantasy uh, level. Oh, sorry. You want to say? Oh yeah. There you go. 
That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. I recognized him from different, from various he, things. Yeah. Does he speak English? I mean, he I did. He spoke. He, he spoke he pretty well. If he was there, he spoke some pretty. They go English. to these conventions <laughs> like usually, like pretty frequently. So like when they start, like they get more accustomed to cool. English. Uh, yeah, for sure. Plus, like English is like a second language, like Spanish is here. Uh, yeah. To Japan. Oh, it is. So, yeah. yeah. So that's a big one for them. All right. So another PC I saw. Cool. This is very. This is very important uh, because the PC uh, was also. This was also on my Instagram. Where is it? Um, it was a PC. Uh, I'll just describe it to you guys. Uh, it was a PC with the, you know how like a lot of PCs have that glass window mm-hmm. and you can see inside yes. all the stuff. Well, um, this PC was very fancy because it was actually a transparent screen. Wow! Displaying various graphics and it, the clock That's and information. The f- when yeah. I saw this video that you posted of this, it reminded me of when me and Felix saw the Dishonored two. Area oh yeah! In E3, because they had they had glass panes in their museum setup, and you had like items inside the panes, but you could like touch the screen, and information would show up on the glass. Same technology. That's and then awesome. Here, that identical so cool. technology. This so, is so cool looking. The way the way this works is this is actually it's OLED, right? I don't know anything well, I, about. I, this. I don't know. I don't know how the screen's actually transparent. This is, OLED. This is magic to me. No, it's right. called organic but, light emitting diodes. But. The screen's gonna be OLED. Like the right. screen on my PS Vita is OLED. That doesn't mean no, no, no. But the technology of OLED can be applicable to um, because it's organic to other type of materials. Okay, so mm-hmm. glass or fabric. So the the way the screen does work, it actually oh, this this computer is registering the screen as a as an attached monitor. <laughs> it's so the way it works is this is an attached monitor with various. Uh, Widgets on it that are doing that are like in a video playing, right? Yeah. So it's actually a, like you can move the mouse onto the screen. That from is the computer. so fucking cool! Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, it's fucking nuts. Um, That's awesome. And if you want to see, I've seen, I saw a whole bunch of other crazy water cooled machines. Nice. Uh, this is like porn for me, guys. I just want to. You're real excited. No, I, I want to make that very clear. This is porn for me. Cool. So um, it looks like it was a pretty. For you know, pretty good trip. So honestly. I will I will finish my story my my pack story off with um, uh, I was at the Intel Newegg booth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was buying some mouse pads. Told my roommate I would get him a little something something. Nice. So I was like, you know what? He needs a mouse pad because I know he's using a I'm com- a, a mouse pad that says Comcast on it. That sucks. I don't fucking want that shit in my house. Wow. I don't blame so, you. Uh, I got so a sorry. really I got really sweet Corsair like full length. Mouse pads. They were on. They were like half off there. So I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'm gonna get two. I got one for myself. It's fucking awesome. My desk nice. looks baller as fuck." Um, but so many um, comments, but I don't want to interrupt you. <laughs> no, don't do it yet. No, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Seriously, um, I'm buying these. These. I'm talking to this the sales lady, and um, all of a sudden I hear a familiar voice behind me, and it. I turn around, and it is Luke. Lafrenier or whatever his name is. Lafrenier. Lafrenier, you got that? Thank you. Luke Lafrenier. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but I'm guessing. Um, <laughs> this is Luke from Linus Tech Tips. Okay. Yes, that's a better way of saying it. Yeah, Luke from Linus Tech Tips. Now, this is a YouTuber that I watch often. Every Friday night, they do a new show called The WAN Show, and I get most of my PC uh, knowledge from them. I was very excited to see him standing not four feet away from me as I'm purchasing said mouse pads. Holy shit, I said to myself, I'm so excited. The man himself. And, he's, yeah. and so what he's doing is he's streaming live currently. He was streaming live on his channel, on the, the Linus Tech channel. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was doing a quiz show. 
And I'm, and I'm already standing right in front of them. So they already go, okay, we need some people up for contestants in this contest. Uh, and so I go up, and I fucking am on Linus Tech Channel. This is like... This is like a big fucking moment for me. I watched, I've been watching the show yeah. like, since I, I built my new PC. You're like, like Leonardo DiCaprio in Titanic. You're like, I'm the king of I was like, I got on stage and I'm so fucking happy. And I'm like, you know, Luke, I'm, and like, he's like trying to do his stupid, sh- not stupid show. Sorry, Luke. Sorry. Not stupid. It was really fun. It's not stupid. It wasn't stupid. He's trying to do his show, and I'm. I'm meanwhile, I'm like, stupid I'm like, because all you wanted was a picture with. I'm him. like, Luke. I'm really sorry. I need to take a selfie. He's like, Yeah, yeah. Selfies are really important. And <laughs> I just fucking snap a picture with him, and I'll, I'll show you. I already showed. Uh, He's like this fucking trip. Guy. Nice. Yeah, and like I was just so fucking happy. Look at look at look at my face. Look, is that the, the face of a guy who's like to really, the listeners? Neo is in. <laughs> Pure joy right now. I'm really, really happy. It'll be like if I uh, if I went to uh, an event like this and I bumped into, just turned around, and Doctor Disrespect is standing fucking in front of me, wearing the I, full getup. I, 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 I don't know. That is I'm, 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 I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I completely empathize with what. So he, you did he trivia. Did I did this trivia and I fucking won. Oh win. shit! Yeah, it was PC trivia. And what did you win? <laughs> being the emerging gamer. Uh, PC expert. I'm not making a for the record. Idea. For fine. the record, I did a whole show about logic gates and Fallout, and the first question was, "What is a NAND?" And I talked about a NAND specifically in my logic gate discussion about logic gates and Fallout. Okay. Oh yeah, and he, did, he got that one wrong. I got it wrong. Yeah, well, would you? Did. If someone said to you, no. if someone said no. to you, no. what, what's a NAND? Would you? Have, Fuck no, I couldn't even remember. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know if you're done right. yet. But I've let it like three Felix things just slide on the show and it's eating me up inside. He's throwing out all kinds of knowledge yeah, so- and not backing it up. <laughs> That's what OLEDs are. I don't know. 50% I assume- of what he's saying right now is true. Is true? I don't know. I, I, appreciate- I assume this is how it works. I'm making this up. I don't actually know. Drift throwing the shit, slinging the shit. Right out of my asshole. Oh, that's that's clearly how that's that works. That's why I'm so excited to hear it's about where you're It's, it's so organic. Like, you can just paste it on any surface and it works. That's not <laughs> how it fucking works. Exactly. Um, I don't so, know how it works, but I know it's not how throw it works. Throw it on a smoking ad. It's probably oh, going to be true. God. Oh, God. I'm so sorry. So, yeah, that was that was like that was the biggest I just, moment, I, had I think, I think of the year for me so far. Considering it was just a really, it was a really good moment. I want a T-shirt. I got a T-shirt. Oh, nice. And you got to meet a, a hero that you've been watching. Yeah, he's one. Of, he's exciting. one of the tech gurus I nice. look up to. It's pretty great. Um, side note: I'm do a little little subscript here. Um, Ten foot tall Reinhardt cosplay. Just wanted to uh, show you. Shit, Holy I walked cool. by a Overwatch cosplay meetup. That's so there's just like oh, the big one, the, the big, big picture. I, I walked by. I saw yeah, that. I was. I walked by and just so, snapped some shots. So this looks like, like an actual game of Overwatch. You saw all of these characters. Yep. Every fighting cosplayer was like oh, together. Yeah. It was, oh, like, I saw the picture online, dude. Yeah, her her bust was really, really pretty. And it was like, <laughs> can you not? What did I say? <laughs> can you not? Like, <laughs> Listen, her, just appreciate. Me a, uh, I'm just appreciate her, the craft that is like, the cosplay. And it's great because every all the characters. Is that what that was? That, that was, was a female, that was female Hanzo. Hanzo. Is that the character, character I played? Female, the female Hanzo. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, the cool part about it was, nice. like, oh, wait, and then there was... The nice in the world. The best part about Overwatch is every all these characters have multiple costumes. So, oh, yes. I saw... Alternate skins. Alternate yes. skins. And oh, that's cool. Like, I saw a Christmas... I saw the elf tracer. Oh, that's pretty cool. She was there. Oh, that's um, pretty cool. I saw this, this... This Mercy was awesome. Look at this Mercy. 
It's the Witch Mercy. That is awesome. Oh, look how detailed that Witch is. Witch Mercy is very. Yeah. I feel like part of the so cosplay good. game too is if like if you're good at cosplay, if you're good at making um, your outfits oh. and your costumes, there you and you really dedicate to it. Part of the game oh, is, is being wow. the I first. By. I was like, fuck yeah. Part of the game is being the first person to get out like the coolest new variation of your costume and of your cosplay because yeah. then you'll get like recognition for yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Both Neo and I uh, got pictures with separate. Uh, really well done pipers. From, I saw that. From, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, pulled, I pulled her aside because I was like, Felix is going to appreciate this. I'm going to tweet it out right now at uh-huh. him. <laughs> and then he's going he's gonna to say something. <laughs> and then I had to compete. I, I had to go find a piper. Yeah, I got to find a piper. The crazy thing is the piper reached out to me on after uh, I posted it on Instagram. She reached out to me randomly on Facebook. Yeah. Like she found me on Facebook. Holy shit. Awesome. Her, her and her husband are both cosplayers and they, uh, they reached out nice. to me and friended me on Facebook. Nice. It was very cool. Yeah, so we'll keep up correspondence. Nice. So, ones. to transition this, how was your past Are we transitioning? Let's transition. We're doing it. Yeah, I'm so gonna I spent all this time drinking wine just listening to Neo, and now I'm fucking... So now we get the full feel. I really appreciate you. I really appreciate that okay. you listened to me. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad that you shared your experience with us. Yeah, it we sounds like you had a good time. We're everyone's experience. I had a fun time. I had a really fun time. All right, so um, I... Uh, Started packs with a fucking raging hangover. <laughs> so you, he was he was over there in lifts with Neil with was timely and industry. Felix was like he, nah. yeah, and I was passed out asleep. I didn't get over. I didn't leave to go to packs until eleven thirty in the morning. Packs started at ten, so I'm cruising over and uh, you know it was freezing cold. I'm so glad that Dunkin' Donuts was like in fucking walking distance yeah, yeah. from where we were. We were. We were staying in the shout out to uh, Duncan, please sponsor us. Fucking Duncan, as well. Uh, Duncan, Duncan, we were we were staying in the Navy Yard in Charlestown, so the old Navy Yard. And the reason why this is really important to me is because my dad was in the Navy, and my dad was stationed in Newport. And in addition to that, like he's told me stories about the time he had to take the ship went down to uh, Boston and stayed in the Charlestown Navy, Navy oh, Yard. Oh no shit! So I'm essentially in. The environment that my father experienced in the late 60s, freezing cold Boston, like 10 degrees, and we're in the fucking Navy Yard. In the, the buildings where my father witnessed, like, That's being in the Navy. That is. So, it, it, And I also have, like, his old Navy pea coat, so I wasn't wearing it or anything, but it's just, like, I have this, like... This thing that I keep with me. So sure, being yeah. there. A lot of attachment there. Just yeah. being there and realizing that this, the place I was staying was in that place was so fucking great. Um, but anyway, I started late. I met a few really cool people. Just, you know, other other fans that were in the, in the cab. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The biggest difference between this and E3... The, the most notable dis- difference about going to E3 versus going to E3... And I already point, made the point about the Greek thing. But the other point I want to make is the conversation with people you randomly meet is different. Everyone you met on your way to E3 in cabs were industry people. Wait, you and I met a girl. She was really nice, but she was a part of an industry thing. She didn't and play games. You, she was on her way there right. because her company sent her there to represent Exactly. Them. And that was the MO of most people you met as you walked randomly around the sales floor. Mm-hmm. I don't even really play games. You know, like, oh, I'm, I'm just here for the reporting. I'm reporting this. I'm talking about this. Yeah, I'm talking about this. I'm reporting this. I'm not really a gamer. So the instant difference to going to a PAX versus an E3 is when you meet people randomly going, they're going to tell you they're a gamer. They're going to tell you they're a streamer. They're going to tell you that they're playing this game. You can ask them what game they're playing. They instantly respond with a positive thing like, oh, I'm playing this. Um, You and I did a lunch table thing. We sat down. We met a dev 
the dev was telling us about some new technology. Where we, we're, we met a at E3. We met a producer. That was a Hollywood producer, actually. Yeah, and he was telling us. Drop, but, right. but he worked on some movies that people exactly. would definitely, uh, cool. definitely recognize. He's telling us about how they're going to be using VR tech, and they're going to be using that VR tech to like bring pod. He was, he was suggesting to us bring podcasting to VR. And da, 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 da. If we stayed longer, we could right. have done a show at his, at his studio. Yeah, if we had been mm-hmm. there for one more day at E three, we would have been able to yeah. go to his he was, studio. He was record our podcast, book for the rest of our day. Like it was crazy. Unfortunately, so that when I sat down for lunch at PAX, I sat down for lunch at a table. Every person at the table was either a cosplayer, a gamer, or a streamer. Right. The, right? the, the people on the streets, the people in the seats. Yeah, you would say. Yeah, and it was a, to me. That's the kind of event I can network at. Sure. So I'm not saying that I didn't enjoy the spectacle and the the presentations that we saw at the exhibits at E3 because that was so cool to like be there and see that and, and take pictures. But I would prefer to continue going to these They're events. They're wildly different. Yeah. yeah, like somebody, a couple friends of ours, like Wu Tang and uh, Ramen. They're they're about getting ready to go out. And they're going to spend money. They spent money. They on, bought the on consumer the three the tickets, and they're not consumer tickets. It's not a separate group of tickets. It's the same group of tickets that we got tickets. Sure. For. Yeah. So, but I, the difference is, you can buy them now as a pure consumer. Hold on. No, I talked to a guy at PAX about this, and he said the same block of tickets that were given away for that were presented as giveaways. The the in other words, the business structure of of E three didn't change. The business structure of E3 uh, is still identical as it was before. They're just the selling same, these tickets. The same 15,000, yeah, yeah. The same 15,000 or 25,000 tickets that were given to businesses for promotion are now no longer given to businesses. They're, they're, they're sold. sold. Yeah. This was a big thing where people would basically, like, in the media and in, like, news outlets, they'd complain, like, oh, like, so, like, you know, there's just, like, there's a good amount of people that are a part of like the news industry, like reporting about games. But then there's also like that extra that are just, oh, I got a ticket from so and so because I know this person from Sony or Microsoft. Well, that, and that's it's, like, what happened. And with now us. those tickets are being designated specifically to anybody that wants to buy a ticket so can to I, the public. Can I throw something out just to clarify? Because I think a lot of, including myself and a lot of listeners, people, and the way this was reported. Um, Everyone was saying E3 is now open to the public. It isn't. Which which is really a bastardization of what the intent is. The intent is now you can buy tickets to E3 maybe if you can get them. Because right. the same block, same amount of tickets. It's not like still they, it's, they're not available. selling out from what we see, though. Because like I haven't checked it in a while, but like it's not like they were sold out like within the first week. They were still available. But I'm like, sure they're gone at this point. Yeah, this probably. But it's, my point is, is the ratio hasn't changed. Right. There will still like, be the same amount yeah, of exactly. yeah, like industry and ramen. Tech. They're going to go out there, and they're going to have the same experience we did. It's still going to be flooded with uh, media people. It's still going to be flooded with devs. It's still going to be flooded with all these these people from the companies out there who are yeah. industry making the games. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to be any different than our experience. It's well, not like the ratio is going to change, and there's going to be sure. more I'm public there. curious to see if the vibe on the floor changes, though. Yeah. Maybe you know, yeah. Because yeah, when we were there, there was like like an air of professionalism. Like nobody was rowdy. Like everyone was like calm and like like they didn't want to like geek out. If that makes sense, like, yeah, everyone, right. was, like exactly. everyone was very very calm, cool, and collected, and just like, oh, okay, yes, yeah, no, yes. Tell me this, about your product. Oh, this is a new game. Oh, yeah. yeah so this, this, what do you think this will appeal to? Who, yeah. who are we aiming for? The, the coolest like, thing, like, you know, transactional almost. So I went up with a stack of uh, podcast. Um, 
uh, business cards and a stack of Felix business cards. And believe me, I was not humble in the picture I fucking used for the Felix business cards. I'll post a picture on Instagram. But was it your um, your your picture in the in the in the beater? Like no, no, like no, 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 no. Fifteen years ago, whatever that no. was. You remember that? <laughs> yeah, I should put that you're, on business you're like, cards. You're like, Brad by the way, this is me. Still, me. they're like, this I'm is like not nineteen years me. old in these oh, pictures. Shit. They were fucking headshots I took when I was nineteen. <laughs> they were not headshots. They're like, oh, fucking what, Peter? They are body <laughs> shots. Really. Yeah. They're not headshots. <laughs> no, full body, <laughs> sexy, sexy time for Felix. But um, it's the dark days. But the the coolest thing was when you're when you're at PAX, you're you're having a conversation with people. Who, regardless of whether, like, if you have business cards, they're impressed. They're like, holy fuck. You know, out at E3, you hand somebody a business card. They're like, like, thanks. I don't want this. Like, this is going to add to, like, my 20,000 uh, yeah, other that I just assholes just gave me this today. You know? Jeez. But I was able to give business cards to people who went, wow, what, you have business cards? All right, so to... At one point, and Neo, you can back me up on this. At one point, Neo turns to me when I was tweeting, texting, Instagramming, doing everything when I'm right there on the floor after I had a really profound experience that I'll talk about in a second. But you said to me at one point, so what games do you want to play? And what was my fucking response? What? No time for games? <laughs> no time! I was going to ask you. I was like, what did you play? Too many, too many people to see. <laughs> the only game that I even remember is the game he played shit on your friends. But the only reason I know that is because I was trying to to, to get to know somebody who could get us like a team. Let's, let's be clear on who, who makes this game. It's yeah. Filthy Casuals. Filthy Casuals. Okay. They're kind of, a I guess, a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're sure. sure. yeah. a gaming yeah. apparel name brand. They're one of the more notable and known at this point gaming apparel mm-hmm. name brands. Do you get you know? extra skills while you're wearing their clothing? Uh, no. But a lot of people were walking around wearing their clothing. Yes. Yeah. So they're, yeah. they're heavily marketed mm-hmm. all across the entire event. They were heavily marketed prior to the event. I was seeing Filthy Casual shirts before. No to buy their sh- I couldn't find anywhere to buy their stuff. Uh, you had their, their Instagram. At the oh, you show, couldn't at find the, the show. No, yeah. I found. So the first thing I I did. One of the first things I did actually was um, I went into the Twitch Prime Lounge because I literally could not find a coat check that was still available. When I got there at twelve noon, <laughs> yeah, by I, the did, way, people, I just wore my coat. As get, you can see my pictures. Right. Get there at fucking <laughs> ten. So coat check. So you walked into the, wait the Twitch. Prime Lounge or Twitch Partner Lounge? I'm gonna, no, Prime, dude. Like, well, I sale, no, 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 no. I said Prime. I said this prime. is Felix Hergood you're okay. talking no, no. about right now. I so I come in, and all I want... Didn't know. I'm Clarifying. In, I'm in this weird environment. I have no Neo Aoshi near me. I can't even get him on the horn. He's out there doing his thing. I'm late. I'm this weird you know, cruiser who just cruises into a fucking party, like, you know, 20 minutes late. I'm sure. like a dickhead. 20 minutes. Um, so, you're literally fearing not twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. Right. You're just walking. You're like, I don't know what the you fuck's know, going guys, on. Guys, there's there's a phrase that really defines my life, and that is uh, fashionably late. Yeah, and that's fashionably late. That's what I was. Right. So I talked to uh, an old ass, like sixty five year old concierge of the actual building. Okay. Because my philosophy, because I did years years working in television, is you always get to know the building guy. The building guy is who you that's, get to know. That's first. pretty smart. Actually. I mean, when you move yeah. into a new apartment, get to know the building guy. When you fucking when you go to a, a, an event, get to know the building guy. The building guy's going to know where fucking everything is. He's going to have keys to every door, and he's going to be able to get you where you need to fucking be. Absolutely. So I find the building guy. It's a concierge guy, and I go, "Where the fuck is the coat check that's open right now?" And he goes, 
Check out the Twitch Prime Lounge. No one knows there's a coat check. <coughs> but I go, what the fuck is the Twitch? I'm a Twitch streamer. And I go, fuck, I, this is probably the place for me to go. Yeah, your eyes lit up. They're lit up now talking about get it. Get this. I walk past a coat, a coat check, and there's got to be a line that's fucking a mile long. I walk past this. I'm like, holy shit. I hope that's not it. I see no Twitch Prime. I'm like, wow, I am in good environments here. I keep walking. I walk past it. I see the signs for Twitch Prime, the Twitch signs. I go, I walk up and I go, there's a line coming out of the Twitch Prime thing. And I go, what the fuck is, what are, what, why, is there a line to get in here? Girl says, no, you can walk right in. Oh, damn. Shit. Girl says, no, you can walk right in. I said, what's the line for? She says, people are scanning something, some kind of scavenger hunt contest or some mm. shit like that. I said, fine, I'm going to avoid that. I walk in, I sit down, I get a free soda, I get a free free little uh, oh, bag of fuck. chips, and I'm sitting down and I'm watching that game you were talking about, Brawlhalla. Bra- Bra- yeah, so I was watching it on a big screen. They were playing it somewhere else in the event. And uh, I just sat and watched and chatted with people, you know, just telling stories, anecdotes about video games, what console do you play, that kind of shit. It was really cool. No cards were given out at this point. Yeah. But then I see the line disperse. And I say, fuck it. I walk up to the counter. And sure enough, I walk up and I go, is this where the coat check is? And they're like, yep. I was like, coat check in. I checked in a shirt. Because you know, we're coming in out of the cold, but it's warm as fuck in these events. Oh, of course it is. Yeah. You've yeah. got a Always coat check. Always. Um, so it was super awesome that it was so easy to just get my coat in there. Nice. And I said, how late are you open? She said 11 o'clock at night. And at that point, I started to get a feel that this could be a fun event. But at this point, I'm still a little anxious that we're not going to really network the way we need to, you know, get the podcast out there. You you went in there clearly with a goal. Yes, you did. Networking. Um, Playing games was not not my idea. I just want to meet people, people from our industry, right? So I'm not feeling it quite yet until... I meet the fucking highlight of the show. Now, I found out later that this was also at E3, but it must have been much more diminished because I couldn't, I never remembered it being there. And tell me if you remember it. So, um, down by the Twitch Partner Lounge, Mm -hmm. which was much smaller than E3, like they had, they were an elevated stage, but it was a small little couple couches in there. But you know what's, you know what's funny? It was so diminished. Can I just pause you right there? Yeah. Um, last night, before I streamed my own Breath of the Wild stream, I was just hopping in, seeing who was currently playing, and T-Rex was playing. Who I met. Who you met. I hopped into T-Rex's Zelda stream, and he was talking about the Twitch partner stream this year, and he said, oh my god, it was great this year. It was much bigger than last year. Hmm. Wow. Those are the words that he said. He's like, there was a, a place for you to grab a drink, maybe like get out of the main area if you just want to like... Well, that was like, nothing like, compared to E3, because well, I witnessed okay. E3. Um, I didn't go into it. I wasn't invited because I'm not a Twitch partner. Sure. But around the corner, and I stumbled upon this at random, around the corner from the Twitch partner lounge was the coolest fucking thing I had ever seen. And it was a great networking opportunity, dude. There was a meet and greet for Twitch partners. Do you remember that from B- at E3? Mm-hmm. Was there a meet and greet for Twitch partners yeah. that I wasn't aware of? Well, I mean, like you didn't wait in a line to go talk to a panel of people, but... They were around there, and like if, if no, this was legitimately speed dating for Twitch streamers. This did not exist at E3. Oh my god, this was so. When I first walked up to it, the four personalities were there. Didn't have lines because they weren't as popular. I looked at some of their, uh, you know, some of their views were like in the forty thousands or thirty thousands. You know, nothing, nothing above hundred, hundred k or anything. But 
the coolest thing about this was they were accessible. And they're just a couple of steps ahead of us, man. They're not like they're not like steps, you know, step leads ahead and not and then not interested in talking to you. So I walked up and I just started having conversations. I met Angry Pug. I met um, so he's he's a personality that I met. Oh yeah. I didn't. I apologized to everyone. I said, you know, I had to apologize. I don't really know who you are as much as you think. I've never watched your stream. I'm not subbing you or anything, but I I just want to let you know that I'm brand new. I started last year, and uh, it's kind of like what you do when you first start working at a restaurant. Right, right, right. For the whole first year, you just yeah. tell people it's your first day. Yeah. You know. I actually I do know uh, Angry Pug. Our friend uh, Janie Cat introduced me to him. He plays Dead by Daylight. Oh yeah, he does. Yeah, that's where I knew his so, name. Yeah, yeah, that's he's, why he's a I Dead by Daylight streamer. Uh, he's he's really entertaining to watch. So uh, sh- cool. sure enough, I meet him. I shake his hand. I compliment him on his giant fucking beard. And I say, I, before I came here, I had a giant beard, but I shaved it off because I'm a <laughs> pussy. And I, and I basically, and the anecdote <laughs> I said to him was, I said, good to know that once I become a partnered streamer, I'll be able to keep the beard. <laughs> um, I meet the geek. Hashtag chick. goals. Yeah. I meet uh, I meet the geek chick. So she was really sweet, really nice. Um, I met this guy named Mr. Happy, and me and him chatted for like 15 minutes. Nice. Um, I meet T-Rex, ultimately. So they were scheduled. So they were scheduled for a block of standing at sure. a podium, four podiums in a row. And uh, when, But when T-Rex and some of the bigger names came in, like this girl by the name of the Haley Baby, like she's... She's hugely popular. She might have plus 100,000 views at this point. Um, Who knows? But, like, the Haley baby is, like, chilling um, there. And there's... I meet this guy named... That I watched, Destiny Streamer, probably over 9,000. Have you ever watched him? No. Um, I recognize him. He's a Rage Destiny Streamer. And I watched him a couple of times. He's played with T-Rex. He gets mad and... He he plays with uh, probably over 9,000 and T-Rex play uh, trials together. Okay. So... I go and I meet, I meet that guy. Um, but at that point, the line had wrapped around, and I was standing in line. And while I'm standing in the line to to meet these Twitch streamers, I'm meeting a line of Twitch streamers. I'm shaking everybody's hands, yeah. and I'm giving them cards. And sure, sure, shit fire. Nothing happened when we came back from E3 because we met nobody out there. We we saw some cool shit. It was like going to a carnival, right? But. Pax East, I meet a guy in line. His name is uh, AG Pistol Gaming. That's his name. That's what he twitches under. He's brand new. He mm-hmm. said, I started a month ago. I'm so new to this. Mm. Sure enough, I, I meet him in line. I give him my Twitch information, my card and everything. Sure enough, he comes in my stream last night when I got back from, from Pax. Nice. Very cool. I went and I played mm-hmm. and stayed the whole time in my stream. Oh, that's awesome. So, like... Like this is so the you're kind making of event. connections. It's the stuff that you wanted to do. For sure. Really cool. yeah. So, this is the kind of event... Um, that I really wanted our podcast to get to. This is the kind of event. This is going to build Twitch streams. This is going to build the podcast, get the, it, the word out. It's really cool to see just your different perspectives on what mm-hmm. you guys took away from this. Like, and that's why we do this podcast, because we're yeah. all different. You know? Yeah, for we sure. We all share a different perspective. Yeah. If we did the same thing, it might have been... Pretty less fun. Less fun to yeah, would have been to both of us tell the same. Waiting the thing. same coat line. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Probably would have been me like 
Like you have the cool story of getting into the event through the media line. That's fucking. Yeah, yeah, I didn't tell you that actually. You didn't tell me that at all. all. Like, <laughs> fucking awesome. It would just uh, kind of happen, you know. And then it's we really both cool. we both have the cool story of of interacting at different times with the people from Filthy Casual, mm-hmm. Dar- Darshell mm-hmm. Stevens, who I've followed since she was on the kind of funny Game Over Greggy show. Yeah, and that's how I first heard of them, and I was like, oh wow, these guys are kind of cool. And then to see them in person. That was kind of like a mind fuck. Yeah, but he, a little bit. He t- definitely told me, Mike definitely told me that um, we could reach out through email and get on a mailer to get uh, free, free random packages with free shirts and shit. Give away to you, out. Yeah. the listeners. Give, it, give away to the listeners. Yeah. It's all, ultimately, this is to, to get giveaways for, for promotion for the streams and shit like that. But, but. One of the best fucking things in terms of Twitch streaming that w- we benefit from by going there was we got to see the Twitch desktop app, like, personally. You were like, talking right about this earlier. Yeah. And we, we got a quick demo of it. Well, we didn't really have a demo, but we just, yeah, we kind of had a demo. We talked to the guy, one of the sales reps for it. It's coming out on the 16th. And it's oh, yeah, really yeah. cool because it has, it has bots incorporated into it. So if you're familiar with Twitch streaming, you have, bots help you to promote things as you're going. And one of the bots that's going to be, like, built the fuck into it in this interface is Amazon Affiliates Program. So basically, if I'm sitting there talking about Horizon Zero Dawn, I can have the bot or whatever post the Amazon link. And if someone buys the game in that moment, basically, you can, re- you can get a small percentage of that. Hmm. Nice. Uh, kickbacks cool. for helping Amazon sell, sell shit. So, like, that's that's going to be cool as shit when that comes out. And that comes out in three days. That's exciting. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. So, that's probably what... It'll it, be out by the time you listen to this. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to switch over to that. Uh, probably, give, it, give it a Because it test. also yeah. has this whole other side to it that's very much Discord-esque. Yeah, they, they seem to, like, be... You're integrating Discord deeply into or Discord features. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to be an early adopter of that. So... Mm-hmm. I think this is all very exciting. And one other thing that I'm very excited about. <laughs> oh, is this a tradition? Dude, Sna- Snacks is taking it's, over, man. I have is. nothing more to say. He is. It's a game that I can't really hold back on talking about. Right. He is here. I'm not cutting you out. Yeah. Talk. Please do. No, this is, this is great. Yeah. I didn't know if you were... I, your, I don't your, think there was much more after that. I mean, I got some cool T-shirts. I got a cool you did. Bio, Bioshock, Bioshock, Bioshock shirt. The Bioshock awesome. shirt. I do I'm like wearing. the Bioshock shirt. The, but this was not the shirt I wanted because I got a Hyperion uh, from Borderlands 2. I got a Hyperion shirt and everything. But the real shirt I wanted, which I'm going to have to find, this is uh, Glitch Gear. Glitchgear.com, I think, is their website. So Glitchgear.com, I went to their uh, stand, and uh, they had a shirt. You know uh, Borderlands 2 at all? Yeah, of course. Handsome Jack. Yeah, they had a Handsome Jack fucking Daniel shirt. It was really it was just Handsome Jack at the top. Daniel and Jack, that's pretty cool. Oh, uh, it was so fucking that's cool. Pretty cool. It had a bottle on, on the yeah, yeah. On there. sure, and like in the Jack Daniel styling of the and they were completely out of stock when we hit them up at the of end. Of course, the they night. were. But yeah. oh, and only twenty uh, percent of the building takes uh, Apple Pay. <laughs> fucking real shit. You asked everyone. Do you do you take Apple Pay? Yeah, do you, every do you take Apple Pay? Look, I would love to just I love use my watch. Apple Pay. Listen, to, to, you to can, it's safe to assume most people either take PayPal or at, like on the fly or Apple Pay because this this is a very tech oriented. Like normally yeah. cons, they expect you to have cash from like the Comic Cons and I used to go to Otacon a lot. Yeah, but we're in an age now where smartphone has taken over, NFC I, has taken over. I have a theory, so that it's, it's like, possible most of the employees who were working just didn't know they had it. 
That is definitely possible. Yeah, right. Yeah. So. I definitely agree with that, yeah. But you were saying something about Legend of Zelda well, where I just you wanna, the cat. I just was well, saying something that it made me very excited. I didn't say anything about the Legend of Zelda. Uh, Before we dive in, because we will take a few minutes to just scrum <laughs> yeah. on this game. Thank you guys for your yeah. recap. For sure, yeah. It's it's safe to say it was a slow news week mm-hmm. over the past, like, you know. The news was packed. Can we plan on all of going next yeah. year? Fuck yeah. We found a great hotel that's Absolutely. shitty. I had look. Yeah. I had crazy FOMO Before while you guys were out there. Hundred percent. You know. Yeah, yeah, we should all plan on going out. FOMO, fear of yeah. missing out. We should all it. go out. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe sure. plan for more than one day. Oh, <gasps> for, dude, like the here, take off Thursday through Monday, so you have the day before and the day after recovery to, time. To, yeah, get yeah. back into the swing of normal thing norm, needs. normalcy. Mm-hmm. Normalcy. Yeah, I, I think the hotel we stayed in was what one twenty. Uh, night, yeah, 120, 120 night. Yeah. Night. Got to recover from that jet lag, even though it's on the same. Right, <laughs> true. Right. But, you know, dri- driving is no walk in the park. I came home. You guys yeah. had uh, daily savings time to deal with that day. Yeah, I know. We lost oh, an hour. That's um, that, that but listen, pun- that punched the tip of my dick hole. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it, 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 it caught me off guard a little. I forgot it was daily savings. Up, but I drove all the way home, and once I got home, I tried to play Legend of Zelda: okay. Breath of the Wild. Damn. <laughs> on the Wii U. There's just, there it is. Mm. The other highlight of my yeah. weekend was after packs, we watched Trip Zero stream Legend yeah. of Zelda. We did. Well. That was pretty great. We got really, he really introduced me some mechanics and everything. It was, fun, man. it was It's fun. Well, like, you guys know that I've been wanting to stream for a while, and if you've been listening to the show, you're used to my spiel at the end where it's like, oh, I'll get my shit together one day and I'll fucking stream. I just figured if I'm doing nothing else, I might as well play this game. I was like, waiting like, for, fuck it. I was waiting for the right moment. You know, yeah. I'm playing games that, that, Everyone is playing, so I was like, this isn't a tactical streaming decision. I won't gain a lot of followers from it, but I figured, fuck that perspective. Get on there, share the, share the gameplay, hang out with people. If I'm doing it anyway, I might as well do it with some friends. So yeah. that's that's been my mentality. And I, right now, I don't think you need to worry about being tactical. Yeah. Right, right. And that's, I just, that was kind None of the point. I was like, necessarily was tactical. Yeah. Fuck it, you know? So... Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like, so Trip's playing it. Um, myself, I am playing it heavily, me and, and me Neo is playing it as well. Correct. At this point, like he's st- yeah, about starting it, starting fresh. Yeah. So yeah, unfortunately, since I just got back from PAX and I bought the game like a, a couple days after launch, I got it on Wii U. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm playing it on. So I might have a different hardware perspective than you guys have because you okay. guys have been playing it, but um. I have not nearly put as nearly as much hours as you guys have. You guys are watching you stream and watching your Switch minutes before we started. You guys are very far. I have played nothing but this game. I'm in the same boat. Usually I will even, like, take out my my phone and open up Hearthstone to do the daily quests. I have not touched Hearthstone. No, exactly. I haven't touched Fire Emblem, Fates, or what was it? Heroes, whatever? Heroes for the... I haven't touched that. All, All my mobile games I haven't touched. Um, this because the switch is portable. The I, switch is portable. It just really cuts out. God, that I wish need I had to it with just me. go on a phone. Like I don't have any games on yeah. my phone at this point because all I do is like I have this great regimen where it's like I wake up and it's like, hey, I want to play Switch. So I just go downstairs, I put it on the TV, and it's like, oh, like you know, maybe later in the day, it's like. I just want to take this upstairs. So I take it upstairs, and I'll just play it in bed, or I'll take it to my office, or I can take it with me to work or something. It's just, there's something about this portability that just makes it so comfortable and organic. I charge it next to my bed, and then I'll just wake up and be like... (laughs) Exactly. I just reach (laughs) reach the left hand over, pick it up, and just go... Yeah. 
Where was I? Now, let's I, find this shrine. It's really hard to say if Zelda is enhancing my experience with the Switch so far. If that is at all, like, really putting my perspective to, to this new hardware into, like, a, uh, like, kind of glorifying it to I'm an glad, extent. I'm glad you're, uh, you're asking mm-hmm. this question. Um, What's my question? He wants you to look at the... It's my question. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that you brought this up, because I thought about it the other day. I'm, I'm saying to myself, look, if Zelda wasn't a game that was on the Switch, mm-hmm. would I care about the Switch? I feel like at the same time, you have to ask yourself the question, if Mario 64 was not on the like Nintendo 64 at would the time I, that it came out, would I care about the Nintendo 64? I mean, it's, it's, would Pilot Wings 64 alone be enough? Felix Herga. No, I was just trying to think when I bought my PS4, what was the game I bought it for? Because every console you buy, you Resident buy it for a game. Oh, yeah? That Resident was, that was, was fucking awesome. That was my first Platinum. What so I, good. What did I buy mine for? I bought the, the Xbox because you guys wanted me to play, Locke wanted me to play Destiny. So I buy, I buy that. Um, I think it was, was it Watch Dogs? It couldn't have been Anticipation I of Grand Theft Auto. F- answer your well, question. Well, that was on... Old gen consoles as well. So. No, but I didn't buy it on old gen. I bought okay. it on next gen. So I think it was Watch Dogs. I think I bought it for Watch Dogs, like okay. with anticipation of playing that game. Yeah. Um, but I, I did. I thought. I thought about that. That aspect of it. I'm like, well, well, is it just Zelda that I'm having a great experience with, or is the Switch enhancing it? And my answer is, the Switch is enhancing it for sure. I, I can. It's so accessible, and I don't need to leave the world. And the world. At every moment is engaging me yeah. in new ways. Like I've I've played this game since the ninth. Mm-hmm. Every day. And every single day there is some new moment that I'm like in awe of. Like some new mechanic pops out or some new experience that I have, some organic adventure that keeps me tied in. And and I can just jump into this world at any moment. Right? Like any single second that I feel like jumping in, I have it there to continue this. Like addiction, it's yeah. probably unhealthy at a certain level, but so, it's there. You know? I agree to an extent, but I do feel that the Switch and Zelda are a perfect complement to what each benefit from, and really what the Switch is giving you as an experience. This is really something to show the consumer: like this is the type of experience you can have with this console, because it is a it is something you would totally play in like a home setting. It's an open world game. It's this big thing, and it's like, oh, would I really want to play that on the go? Yes, you would. Like, yeah, it's a game you want to pick up when you're in bed, like it's with the covers over you, or when you're definitely. Out and about. I definitely feel like this is what Sony was trying to do with the Vita. Yeah, wholeheartedly, they were trying to bring the console experience yeah. on the go with you, and they failed in many ways, which we don't need to go into, yeah. but. Um, yeah, go on. This feels like what they were trying to accomplish with that, but mm. Zelda, every time I play it, I always take away something new or am left with an experience that I'm like, oh my god, that's awesome. Oh, 100%. I, I have so many Absolutely. moments in this yeah. game where it's like you play games like The Last of Us or Horizon Zero Dawn or any of these big AAA games and I just take away so much from every single time I play where it's, I find something new, I run around, and... I would even argue that Zelda has more of those moments. Of course, um, yes. For, for specific reasons, like like you'll run around and then you'll hit... I'll, I accidentally hit a combination of buttons, and all of a sudden I fucking jump on my shield, yeah. and I'm shield surfing. Yeah. Did not know I could do that. 
at I was, all. I was windsailing. Discovering things, discovering things is so amazing in this game. I was windsurfing, you know, with a little sail you got. Yeah, I was yeah. surfing down a mountain back to my horse, and I, like, put the sail away on top, like, when I was above the horse. And I drop down into the saddle immediately, and Link's like, like there's an, and an he animation. Just gets in it. There's an animation for falling from the sky onto your horse. Like it wasn't like he, a weird collision dude, issue. He even does a legless jump sometimes yeah. onto the horse. If you approach yeah. the horse from the front and you jump on it, he'll do like a swing around it. You know, the game has very fine rules as to what it wants you to understand is happening in the world and how you can interact with it. A great excerpt I found from IGN was uh, the reviewer of. Uh, Breath of the Wild, they gave it a 10, but they had an experience that they gave as an anecdote where there was something where uh, a puzzle in the game made you connect currents together to make kind of like an electric shock to power something in one of uh, the dungeons in the game. And he couldn't link them together to make the current full, so he took a sword out and threw it on the ground, and the sword being metal conducted the current to complete the chain to power it. That's incredible. And that's insane, because that is the game's mechanics telling you, yes, this is metal, it conducts electricity. When you hit something that has electric properties, it will conduct and it will shock you and leave you inoperable. So that same thing applies to other mechanics in the world. That is so cool to see. Right before I was playing... You blew my mind when you were like, Neo, watch this in your stream. And like you dropped Flint on the ground. And what else did you do? You dropped... Oh, this is this, is, like, you this do? is day one mechanics. This is basic, right? This is a Flint uh, and a bundle of sticks. And you hit it with something metal. So, like, your sword. into the fire, and it creates a bonfire, which you can yeah. use this to create Like, fire the game doesn't explain that to you, yeah. either. Like, you're no. like, I can, I think this, let me try Last this. night, yeah. on, in a stream again, another one of our friends, uh, Little Baby Shark, or Little Shark on Twitch. Um, For um, a guest. Been on the, she's been a guest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she has been, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, she's been here. Um, I was at a ranch, right, where you, like, can, can board horses that you catch and you find. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just there are a couple dogs out here. This is up in the north. It's cold. There's like some 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 sheep dogs or maybe they're like huskies. You know, just love, love them doggos. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She goes, hey, like pet the dog. And then I go over to the dog and I'm like, oh, what does it's not literally let me pet. No pet button. And I'm like, yeah. what if I hold food near the dog? Because so you can because you can hold things. I in your went, hand from I the went in my menu and I held like like a chicken wing, right? Yeah. And. You know, it gives you the like the circle with the arrow saying drop it on the ground. Yeah, it gave me that. But even before I dropped it, the dog is like, like, like on its butt, looking up at me, like immediately more attentive. And Mm -hmm. I drop it on the ground. The dog has the little like pink heart sparkles that the horses get when you like pat pat it to like to raise its uh, interaction with you. Eats the chicken wing, and then follows me around for the entire time that I'm at the little ranch. And like what it gives what you a little ex- detail. Yeah, it's like what game does that? And it's like it's amazing. It, it puts into I mean, honestly, Skyrim used to be a standard for that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, because they used to push the open world interactivity and stuff like that. Yeah. but yeah, this game is important. I feel like it's uh, it's very important to the same extent that like we haven't had a Zelda game this important, or a Nintendo game, or maybe just a game as important alone say since Ocarina. Since Ocarina, and yeah. like it's it's really just giving you a kind of like a staple for what open lo- open world games can be where this game is not only very vast and like it, it, it gives you a very vertical take on an open world where uh, earlier today or earlier like I was just kind of running around the open world and somebody was watching me play and they were like oh yeah like jump off that cliff and I was like okay so 
going up to a cliff in an open world game, you usually say like, oh, well, like that kills you. Like you kind of hit the parameter where you can't go anymore. Yeah. I jumped down and I just sailed down, and it took us down a completely like random area that had things going on. There were mm-hmm. enemies down there. There was a shrine right. that Tons I could shit just happened. like interact with it. It's vast in mm-hmm. a both like horizontal and vertical level where there is so much going on in this world that even if you see everything on the top level, you have to experience the bottom level and the top level as well. You, there's so many systems yeah. just stacked on top exactly. of each other working together, not exactly. just like separate. Yeah. You are if always, that makes sense. always rewarded for finding something on the horizon and going to explore it. Yeah, always, exactly. 100% mm-hmm. of the time. And like I feel like we should really pick a moment like that really pinpoints how we feel about this game like as far as like holy shit like I can't believe I did that um like at least like what I can put into perspective from this like I had a moment that just feels so in- crazy to me um yeah go ahead. I was so I was doing the shrines in the game and the shrines something that we've kind of <laughs> touched on in the past um these mini dungeons that kind of give you a trial and you have to experience them uh, and kind of like overcome them. Uh, The trial that I had to come to, which (laughs) is something that you come to late in the game, is there are trials that are literally just getting to the shrine. Um, the, The whole problem in trying to get there is enough to make it so that when you enter the shrine, it just gives you a chest and ends it right there because it's like getting there was yeah, enough of a challenge. You, you walk into the shrine and it's like, here's the, the chest. It literally says, here's the guy. You've already proven your worth by getting to me. So yeah. here's your spirit. So getting getting to the shrine was, that was the hard part. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So to put it into example, there was an island. That's, cra- that's, that's crazy. Listen, so to, listen to this fucking This one was so it. fucking cool. I have not had an experience or had a moment of just awe in my face for a game in such a long time. But there was an island very far off into this distance to, like, the far east of the map. And I was like, I could probably fly there, like, where I am in the game. I'm pretty far into the game. With I have the, enough with the, you know, with the paraglider. Yeah. I, I have enough stamina. I have some abilities that let me enhance that paraglider. So... I fly out there, and I'm taking some food. I'm eating some stuff along the way so that I can keep my stamina up while I get there. And I eventually get there. I just barely make it. I fall into the water, and I land on the beach. And I'm on this little island completely secluded from the rest of the open world. And as soon as I get there, a message pops up that comes up in every single shrine. And it says, you know, like, you've made it this far with everything you have available. Let's see how you do with nothing. And it takes all of my equipment away, all of my armor, all of my weapons, all of my items. And it says survive on the island as long as you can. You have to put three balls into pedestals. Good luck. And I have nothing. I am literally on this island with no resources. Where they took away all your stuff? All of my stuff. And, and it says survive. And it's like you have to... The, tr- the shrine puzzle is literally survive on the island. Do as much as you can to f- do what I told you to do. To get the three balls and put them into pedestals. The pedestals, some of them are on the actual water. So you have to figure out, like, how am I going to get this ball over there? But some of them, like, as soon as I started, I ran into the woods that are right next to the beach. There's a boar. And normally I'm like, I'm just going to kill that. But I have no weapons. It's literally charging at me. I have to run away. I'm scared of Bora again. Something I was afraid of in the very beginning of the game. There's enemies chasing after me. I'm like, I can't do anything. Things are catching on fire. I don't know what to do. So it's giving me this instance where it's like, I have to think on the fly. Mm -hmm. I ran up to a little settlement of enemies. I killed them. And I found a little kind of... um, 
like a little cooking kit that does not have a flame under it. You have to have a flame under your cooking kit in order to cook your food. And I tried lighting a bomb and it didn't light it. And I was like, all right, well, I have to figure out a way to cook the food I'm finding because I'm finding like bananas and stuff, just random foods. So I'm like, well, okay, well, there's like a, a random like kind of like powder keg over here from the enemies. Like it's like just something that kind of ignites when you blow it up with fire. So I pick it up, I put it next to the kettle and I put my bomb next to it and I let it ignite immediately fire. I can cook my food on this island when I have nothing. And it's those moments that I'm Hope like, it doesn't rain. Yeah, exactly. And there are rain. There were moments where I was running in the rain on the beach and lightning just struck a tree. It fell on the enemies and killed them. I didn't have to fight them. And I was like, holy this, fucking This is the shit. first time where rain actually becomes an actual obstacle for it's you. It's insane. Yeah. You can't climb when Climbing is hard and all fires get put out. And yeah. fire is kind of important in this and game this, as you are yeah. establishing This, this right was now. one yeah. trial and I did it and I was just like, holy shit. Like, I can't believe the extent and the depth that they're willing to put into something like this. Speaking and, of rain and trials and, and orbs and things like that, I ran into another like world trial. I, I was running through this like this swamp area and all of a sudden it's like like try to find this shrine. See if you can make it appear. There are these colored orbs you have to get into their into their positions. Mm-hmm. But now there's like a thunderstorm and the thunderstorm starts out of nowhere. There the shrine that you have to get these things into. Is this is, an event based thunderstorm? No, it just yeah. No, it, yeah, it, 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 it's happening while I'm there. The, but it's happening because of this event? Right. Okay. Okay, just making so sure. Because it's hard to tell whether things yeah, are naturally yeah. happening. It's very hard to it's very hard to determine events in the game. Yeah, yeah. Because like the blood moon, I've heard it just happens. It just happens. It just there happens. are some people reporting yeah. it happens when they're in a boss fight and the boss respawns. Or yeah, or health comes <laughs> back. Or like it'll happen multiple times and within spans of minutes. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Go mm-hmm. ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, the so this area is this on a big like plateau with big walls, almost like how you start the game. Okay, you have to get up into there to like deliver the orbs into the uh, into the places. Some of them are already in there. You just got to get them off of like their pedestal into where you have to put them. Mm-hmm. But of course, it's raining, so you have yeah. to climb up to to get them or get them from outside and bring them in. And I found this place. And I'm like, this is so cool. It's such a challenge. It's thundering. It's lightning. It's raining. And I did it. I'm like, well, this has to be one of those shrines where you just make. The shrine appear and you get the thing because you've already proven your worth, right? You've solved the puzzle. Mm-hmm. When the shrine finally appeared, I got in there, it was still a full-on shrine. Crazy. This was like a double experience shrine. Like, and you never know what you're getting into. And the best part of this game for me, um, besides actually playing it and experiencing everything, has been like chatting with snacks and other people that are playing it about mm-hmm. their own independent it's, experiences because everyone's everyone's so different. Yeah. so different it's such water cooler moments I, like, I've, I've heard this before though i've heard that oh my what you do is different than the next person well, let me see but, your map oh you went there oh i went yeah. here it, it, when I saw your you um, house, how do you own a house? I watched you your stream yeah. the other night, and like some of the sh- you can, yeah. 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 It's, I haven't even experienced that yet. Yeah, um, same. When I'm I watched a, your stream the other in, night in Hylia, <laughs> when I watched your stream the other night, you were going through these shrines, and you were like, you made a comment at one point. You were like, "Oh, Snacks is probably like so pissed that I haven't solved it," and it's like I haven't even seen the shrine yet. Yeah, like I had not seen any of the shrines you had done in that stream. That's amazing, and that's insane because there's so many, and like this is like. Like I, I'm, Portal, as you guys may know, Portal is one of my favorite games. A lot of Portal Some of you may shrines. Know. My there, my, yeah. my computer is themed after Portal. For sure, these shrines feel so Portal like. It's like fucking refreshing yeah. as hell. How they give you the tools and then ex- and then set you free. When I, I was, love it. When I watched 
trip to some of these shrines, I literally was thinking of it a completely different way. And it really goes back to how you put it into perspective oh, yeah, where dude. your brain really determines how quick or how you do these puzzles. Because I was looking at it a completely different way. I was like, oh, well, you can hit this switch with this mechanic or this item. And you have the tools available, but you went about it a different way. And I was like... I guess you can do it that way, too, because yeah. the game allows you to do it that way. I was in one. Like the labyrinth puzzle that you said you tilted the switch all the way yeah. over to the Yeah, side. I did it OG way, like normal. I, I kind of, I did it, I found it, too, and I did it on, like, an angle, kind of, and let the ball roll off the top of the rails, yeah, yeah. and oh, then got it crazy. to... Yeah, like, I did it in a completely different, different way. It was, there was insane. There was one shrine that I was in, and the names of these shrines always kind of give you a hint as to what mechanic you need to work with. Yeah. Right? And the name of the shrine I was in was, like... Um, like redirect the wind or like wind direction or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm in this shrine and it's like solid metal, like the ball orbs, right? But not the ones you can magnetize. You have to still roll, roll and move these things. Yeah. But there were magnetic blocks and there were, of course, wind turbines and everything. And I'm, I'm in this course and I'm like, I don't really get how they want me to redirect the wind or use this wind mechanic. Oh, yeah, you're streaming. And then that. I think I saw that. I, yeah. I, you can literally physically pick the ball up and drop it into the place it has to go, and it made a platform move up from your low level to the upper level. I'm like, okay, so clearly I have to have the ball here to raise this thing, but like, what benefit do I have from that? And I'm like, look at it, and I'm like, if I'm standing on this thing when it raises, I can finish the trial, because I'll get to the guy that gives me the spirit orb. So I'm like, if these like blocks are magnetic, what if I just put the ball like near where it has to go, and from across the room just hit the ball with a magnetic block. And I did it, and it worked. Holy Don't know if that's what they intended to do. Yeah. But, like, you have all of these tools, and the only limitation is is your brain and how it works that's versus so how cool. other people's brains work. so great. And, like, it has such, like, raw elements to just, sur- like, surviving and, like... It, it really just wants you to experience the game. Um, one of, like, somebody that comes on the show quite frequently, Oates, like, he came, he was uh, talking to me a little bit today, and he was like, oh, like, I need help in this game. And I was like, listen, like, best help I can give you, just experience it. Just just relax. You're going to die a lot. Yeah. It's You're going to die. It's okay. Cook yeah. some food. Yeah. Experience what yeah. it gives you. Like, Oates go wherever is, the path gives you. Oates like, is so much more like a, um... I need rules and instructions. No, no, no. He's more no? just like a, um, like a... I'm going to say a Twitch gamer, but like in the classic sense, not in the streaming sense. Totally. Like, like a Go metal on. slug, yeah. like a, just a fast-paced oh, okay. gamer. But like those are his, that's his wheelhouse. And like this game can do that if you want to follow like a main quest kind of thing. But like it's so cool that you can just kind of like look, just experience it, let it see what happened. Because like as we saw in your stream the other night, where it's like you were just trying to do one quest where you're trying to help. Like, a kid find his mom. I still haven't found that kid's fucking we mom. We sidetracked so hard in that. I'm because, literally right now in a second dungeon. Like, we just... like The thing is, the game just completely incentivizes you to find Discovery. Whatever. Discovery is yeah. in the forefront. Like, yeah. I was walking around the desert, and I found a dragon just flying around. And I shot it, and a scale flew from, it, from its body. And I picked up the scale, and it was like, this is fucking valuable. You should hold on to this for as long as you can. And I was like, holy shit, like, what do I do with this? Yeah. So I kept it. And like, you just find these things in the open world that really tell you, like... There is so much going on that I cannot see it. And I'm at endgame right now. I could technically beat the game if I wanted to, if I want to put, like, an hour aside wow. at this point. I probably will tomorrow, but, like... But why? 
Exactly. Like, I, there are still points of the map that I have not finished. I have not unlocked parts That's of the map insane. yet. And it just really puts in reverse. Zelda's old it formula. Is. It's funny how much they deviated from their old formula because usually they require you to visit all parts of the map and yeah. and use your items to you're, like you're do to it, like it's the appearance it. of open world, but you're locked in because previously you were like it, you had to have this item to get to this area. You couldn't the, get over a mechanic. Yeah, you're always item locked. I yeah, guess right. you could say. Quote. It's the little things. Yeah. It's things like cooking food to help you out. It's yeah. things like temperature, like com- playing with this area so is cold, cool. so I need to put on warm clothes, or this area is too hot, I need like a melon to cool me down. It's things like that because it just really fleshes out how big this world is and how you need to be prepared to enter anything. Yeah. I really, I really appreciate its survival aspects of it because a lot of games recently have tried to pull off the survival genre mm-hmm. by by adding in like uh, like temperature and 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 you have to eat and and this does it in a way where it's not burden like there's no there's no huge burden yes. on you yes. but at the same time 100%. like the the instinct yeah. to use the items that you receive to survive and the use the environment is also important yeah. um, and it does it in a way where I, I doesn't feel like I'm constantly looking at meters like oh am yeah. I am I too hungry am I am I cold because I it's there but like I have my clothes and I'm good and and, and Zelda you know you have the armor ready for you when I built my computer or whatever yeah when I built my computer my PC over the summer I downloaded Skyrim. In the fall, when that came out, the remastered mm-hmm. edition, I modded it to allow you to get um, that that one mod that lets you like eat food and be cold and like make it more of a survival gameplay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was still it's still tedious to play, right? It's just something else you have to like think about and work through. It made it more engaging, but I was, it still felt like a chore. Yeah, that survival aspect is alive and well in Zelda. Just from almost from the basic fact that you don't get hearts from chopping down grass anymore. No, exactly. You have to, like kill uh, monsters or enemies, raid their camps, shoot deer, shoot animals, cook collect, it, collect fruit, prepare, I, yeah. be ready for where you're going because you may need to refill your hearts. You won't see a rupee for a long time no. in this game. Oh, yeah, I still have, like, 100 like, rupees. Yeah, it's like, the first time I found a rupee was 100 rupee because I yeah. found it from a chest. You won't just yeah. find things. I picked up one rock, and I found one rupee, I think. Yeah, it's like... Game. And you're like, hot crazy. damn! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm you, rich! You, you make your money from selling shit. That's yeah. what you yeah. do. Yeah. So, it... And, like, I feel like that's kind of an element that developers are afraid of with games. They don't want to put these... Uh, these mechanics in like temperature and it's like oh we don't want to like alienate the player into being like oh like you need to stay warm in this area or cold in this area but Zelda just like this game really plays it up to a point where it's not cumbersome to the player and you can go do something completely different if you want it happens in such a natural so you're saying Zelda has balls Zelda has seal balls like this game Mm -hmm. is a game that I think we're going to be talking about 10 years from now because right now probably it is on par and is very close to being like oh, like the best Zelda game I've ever Felix, played. Felix, I, I told you a couple, I want to say when we were at PAX um, or while we were watching trips stream at PAX, I, uh, I said to you, remember a couple weeks ago when we were on our, our show here and I was like, God damn, open world games are so fucking dull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we had, we had the we, whole conversation on one of our shows. We were watching Trip, and, and he made the point that... He's I, like, yep, he's I was like, sitting right next to you. I, want uh, you to I think I'm just tired of shitty open-world <laughs> games. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say, this is the best open-world game since Witcher 3. 
Oh, for sure. I and, agree. And Witcher Three, I, I need to say that that set a standard that above all other open yeah. world games, and this is another new standard yeah. for sure. That game really yeah. put into perspective what you can do with side quests and mm-hmm. how far you can take that. And, and just and just it had detail. Yeah, it, it had the the detail that you like that I've come to appreciate in Zelda for yeah. sure. Um, just the way the environment works, the way you interact with characters, the way characters are important, the way your character is very fleshed out and storytelling. That for sure is huge for me for The Witcher 3. Yennefer or Triss? I went with Yennefer. Yeah, there buddy. That's I up. loved her. I macked both of them, but, but Yennefer was my true love. Black hair. It just yeah. gets me. Yeah, I had sex with both of them. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it, man. yeah, absolutely. I am. I really want you to play this, Felix. <laughs> and a shit ton of whores in fucking that major town. What was that town? Yeah, you, that was, you were you were whoring and, and going. I was whoring and Novigrad. I'm a fan of Triss because the history and the. the she's the, winning. But you know what? But you're a home wrecker. I, 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 I do have a weak spot for redheads, so I you know I. I it's not the redheads. Don't blame It's you. the history, man. Triss is. Nah, man. Yeah. You're a home wrecker if you pick Triss. Um, there is one thing I do want to say about Zelda that does bother me. Mm-hmm. For and I, I do think what? Who's the magic girl? You know, you get on like the the blanket with her, and then she teleports oh, you. The white haired, the white haired. Oh, um, mm. that's the like the first. Yeah, she's one the, of the first game. one you meet. I like that one. I, I, went, I, went, I went through. I went through her quest. <laughs> I did the whole thing. Me too. I don't remember. Yeah, the it's on the table. Um, yeah, yeah, I did. I'm back. Um, I don't. Yeah, remember. and then you wake up, and then she's she, like, one of the witches. You, she steals your shit. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, you have like a date with her. She's yeah, great though. Oh my god. Too. Oh my god. You first meet her in like a hot tub too. I remember well, no, she had white, like white hair. She had yeah. white hair. Yeah. Well, I remember playing this and my then girlfriend was like, like, why doesn't she like close the front of her dress up? Like her tits are hanging out. I mean, was, and, you're, and you're like that. Honey, that's the point. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't have an answer to your question. Um, <laughs> um God, what was her name? Who cares? I want to talk about Kira, you're right. Kira Metz, you did it. Holy shit. It would have bothered me. We did it, guys. We're alive. We did it. Holy shit. Thing I want to say about we the all change Kira Metz. We do. We do need to kind of wrap. We're we do. Yeah. Damn. Um, no, so you're, you said, but there. Yeah. I just wanted to say real quick. I really want Felix to play Zelda because I, I think he's going he like to like it a lot. He does need to experience. Well, it. there's a plan here. I can't afford it now, but yeah. I'm going to save up for you it. You would love this yeah. game for the cooking and like no, I'm the literally world put, elements. I'm alone. putting fifty dollars away from every paycheck. Uh, so I can save up for there two things. Nice. So plan, save goals. Two, Hashtag goals, man. Two things. Yeah. Okay. A number one. First and foremost, I am getting a uh, switch. A number two. And we posted this on the Instagram for the Emerging Gamer. Mm-hmm. My second thing I'm saving up for simultaneously to for the switch is a fucking pro Xbox gaming controller. Oh, no. Get down for fucking Fallout, dude. <laughs> you have to see it's not as, it's I am not, not as, uh, doing morning I saw, coffee. I saw this picture. Yeah. I'm not doing morning coffee and playing my fucking stream with a piece of shit, non-Fallout fucking amazing pro gaming Those controllers, controllers feel so good, Ever again. I can't judge you. I bought a lot of stupid shit. Guys, but, hey, go, go for it. I have, really, I have one more thing I need to say about Zelda. Yeah. I'm really sorry. I'm no, really no, sorry. Yeah, yeah. We no, talked a lot about it. Yeah. How do you feel no about apologies. it? Listen, I, I've been playing on the Wii U, so I have a slightly different perspective. I I, I don't want to... I know we're over time. It's okay. Okay. If they're, if they're still listening, if anyone I, is still listening... I, they care about like, the show enough all, to keep going. You made it this far. Write a review if you made it this far. Yeah, which we have this week. But I'll get... I digress. I get to that. Um, I'm playing on the Wii U, 
and it it's like I have a switch, but not really a switch. And it's really <laughs> weird. I was describing the tri- trip before. Uh, I can play it on the tablet. I can play it on the TV. I just can't leave the area of my Wii U to do so. Does it have like an off TV mode? It does. Holy shit! I, I, I was. Mini, it's like a mini switch. Wow. I, I got home from PAX, kind of like a big laying switch. in my bed watching Actually. my TV, yeah. and like I fell asleep playing it on the Wii U. Pad. I didn't even just know like, that. Yeah, it's great. Wow. But, see, uh, they abandoned the Wii U uh, conjoined tablet features that they were originally planning. I figured, like, if, gotcha. if this yeah. was going to be out for this, for the... Like, inventory management and mm-hmm. stuff, you know? I would imagine they would have had a constant map, a constant menu right. or something on your pad. Here's yeah. the thing. Accelerometer features work. I can tilt the pad with using, right. uh, aiming with my bow and arrow. That makes it sense still works. I think they just wanted the experience to be analogous between both. So yeah. that makes sense and that they it kept feels those. completely the same. There are some performance issues I'm noticing. Um, yeah. My spoiled PC Master Race eyes are uh, just noticing that. No, for sure. I mean, there's frame, you, you rate, frame rate count, dips. You can but count it, the frames. I can play. count yeah. the frames, and it, it does bother There me are for sure bit. frame rate dips. There's a few mm-hmm. mechanics that don't like make sense or just are like, eh, this is kind of slow. But like, yeah. it never and, spoils the experience. And now I want you guys to keep in mind that the Wii U gamepad is laid out differently than the Switch gamepad. The left... The, I'm sorry, the right analog stick is above your buttons. Right. Which is awkward. And it's really weird. But it actually kind of feels nice because the jump button is the top button that on that. That is it, good. It, it makes it slightly different. Running is a little bit weirder because I have to reach all the way down before, when yeah. changing the... Jump is you know, nice, though. It's, it's, having yeah, a yeah, jump yeah. is kind of cool. It's, it makes it a little bit different, and I'm getting used to it. Um, yeah. So a thing that, that bothers me about the mechanics of the game is the fucking weapon system. I love all the weapons. They're all very unique and, and fun to use, They're but they break more unique, man. way too fast. I find myself going through multiple in a fight. The more you play, you're going to get to a point where in late game, you're getting weapons that break far into fights. I, I find myself getting weapons that like maybe after like five to ten interactions, I'm like, oh, okay, it's it's finally going to break. I'm finding myself at points where I'm like, I just want this to break so I can make room so, for other right, stuff. Right, so I can get more stuff, you, so I yeah. can use the next weapon. Yeah, you'll find um, characters in the world that will help you out with him I find, as well. Uh, usually, as an RPG player of you know of the past, you go you go in that mindset like, oh, I need to save this for the next battle, right? You need to, I need to save this. Yeah. I find I... You, you gotta let that go. You man. can't yeah, have you this really, mindset for this game. I do let the same thing. Yeah, I'll yeah. put on weaker level equipment for areas and it's like, no. Like, no, no. Yeah. I just gotta Use what you out. got. Yeah, use exactly. what you have. Have fun with it. Don't be afraid to use... Yeah. I have one of those guardian swords you were showing off. The blue yeah. ones that yeah. go... Guardian and I'm like, are awesome. Look, so man, good. I'm gonna break this if I keep, if I use it. Yeah, you just gotta do it. I can't miss it. I just have to be like, no, I gotta let it go. If your shit's about to break, if it's blowing red in your inventory, pro tip, Throw it at an enemy because yeah. if it hits, you'll do like double, double damage. damage. Double yeah. damage, yeah, yeah. I throw my weapons a lot when they're about to break. But God, yeah. you guys, Thank I need you. to. I need to go. We're, we have a snow day tomorrow. Oh fuck! I'm there so excited. <laughs> uh, my work has been canceled. See. I can play this all day, and yeah. I, I haven't had as much. My classes got that's, canceled. That's I'm all the, playing all Zelda tomorrow. Yeah, hundred percent, guys. I think. Well, I'm one hundred percent Horizon more. I'll up in that stream if you go on. Yeah, so yeah. it'll be it'll be there. Here's some excited. coffee. I'm no, what I what I want to do with you tomorrow, uh, snacks, is I, I want to do possibly Skype you in, That'd be cool. and you just drink coffee. I would this. love to just watch drink coffee and, while you're drinking and watch coffee. some games. <laughs> yeah, if you stream, I'll have your stream on. I was thinking about hopping into IRL, like me and my friends just what do you having do? a snow day. Oh yeah, just 
Just shoot shit. Just, oh, just, you're going to do just iron. power rounds, you know? know? Maybe. Like, Why not? Fuck it. Just fuck it, you know? Check it out. I, we did Guys, iron. this is the new millennium. People want to watch. There are the future two, is here. There are two videos that we did IRL. <laughs> my Twitch, That's a good my one. Twitch I mean, VODs right good. now. On my Twitch VODs, there's two IRL videos that I did from a bar. Mm-hmm. Drunk as, like, half drunk. <laughs> We were fucked up in uh, Boston. I watched a little bit while we're at PAX. I just realized if anybody on this podcast has time, as we're about to wrap up, you have your Switch with you right now, Trip. I do. Oh, I have my Switch. We can do four player snipper clips. Wait, it's four player? Four player. It can do two to four. Can we please play some snipper clips as soon as this podcast ends? I have mine. There's two Switches here. End the show. We're going (laughs) to do it. We're going right. to selfishly stop talking I don't even on our show. What we're talking about. Well, I'll tell you when you're older. We're going to end the show, and we're going to play uh, <laughs> some snippet clips. Um, yeah. This is Trip Zero. Thank you so much for spending your well-earned yeah, time so by being alive, by listening to us. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Trip underscore Zero. Find me on Twitch at Trip underscore Zero. I now have content in there that you can watch if you're not even watching me live. But I'm planning on being live for a lot, trying to... Get my gaming uh, stuff out there. Again, thank you so much. Check out, uh, follow us on our, our feeds, Emergent underscore Gamer, on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, search us on Facebook. You will find it. Uh, follow the other Emergent Media Networks. There's Fireside Chats. There's EMTV has episodes up there. Uh, search us. You'll find us. And uh, thank you again. This is Neo underscore Yoshi on Twitter. Guys, I have a review to read. <gasps> read the oh, review. Oh, oh, read now, this is a special it. review, okay? This is, this is, uh, this person is from Merry Old England, mm. the UK. Oh, wow. That's a far away. How it did is. you find that? I, I had the person, the person messaged me personally and said, hey guys, I reviewed, he said, hey Neo, I reviewed your show. And I'm like, listen, can't see the, your reviews. Please. Screenshot, screencast oh, me a, a review. Store. He, yeah, this oh, person, this person, uh, so this guy is went, in the UK. went the extra mile to actually send you a screenshot of his review. Yes, I asked personally for the screenshot. This is, this is so, I, so I can read this. this okay, is this is from Claw584. Okay, Claw584. CLA. Can I see the name? Yeah, Claw584. There Claw. you go. CLA584. Five stars. Amazing podcast. Whoa. I love everything about this podcast from the hosts. The format and the wide range of opinions each person has. <laughs> it is easy to listen. You mean my penis podcast? Neo, opinions? stop it. Neo, stop it. you need to let me. You, got, you need to let, let me finish. finish. You need finish. to let me finish the review. Goddamn review! This is this is Claw Five Eight Four's time. Please, thank you. Yes, yeah. I'm going to start a sentence behind. Jesus Christ! From the host, format, and wide range of opinions each person has, it is easy to listen. Neo, leave Felix alone. Skyrim is amazing. Holy! <laughs> Shouts fired. There it is. There we go. Felix is Thank literally you. pumping both fists. Appreciate that. <laughs> yes. Just so you have that a visual there. a very there. good review. So, uh, 584. Thank you, man. We yeah. really Thank appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. I really fucking appreciate it. Yeah. Pop All the way screen. from England. Yo, tell your friends. Nice. Exactly. It's, uh, exactly. Yeah. I'm Snacks so. the Cat. I have nothing to offer, so continue to feel like <laughs> I just want to play Snipper Clothes. Snacks, thank you, man, for being on the show. Of course. Always a, a pleasure. As you're a great said. presence. Yo, listen, Snacks, your views and, and opinions, and they, they mean a lot. No, yeah. You have, you're very articulate, and I, I love listening to you talk. I try to be. I say like a lot, but... It doesn't matter. It doesn't overshadow <laughs> the importance of what you're saying. For so sure. there cool. you go. Let's try to Felix. end this by 140. Can Twi- you do it? Twitch.tv forward slash Felix Hergood. I'm going to be streaming Horizon 
I might finish that this week, and then I'm going to go probably back to Fallout 4 in the morning because I have cool. a save file, Harley Quinn build that I've been doing cool. in Fallout mods. Cool. So. Nice. Well, Cloth AV4 is with you. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, for Skyrim. All of them. I don't have all, a successful all, build all with that. All the Bethesdas. All the Bethesdas. You're assuming. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> that. I appreciate that. Yeah. See you all. All right. Everybody, bye. Have a good Neo one. out. Bye. Drop the mic. Don't burp. Yeah, gentlemen, gross. Drop the mic. I'm a gross fucking human. It's a rope covered with shit that criminals try to hold on to. You see, the shit kind of acts like grease. The harder you try to climb up, the tighter you try to hold on, the faster you slide down the rope, Julian. All the way to jail. This is private property. Get the fuck out of here. Have another drink, lady. Oh, Holy shit. Great, Gus. What are we going to do now? I'm afraid of shit, shit. What is this shit, bro? I don't know. Meeting inside. Let's go. What's the shit, bro?